This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome to another edition of That Millwall Podcast, the Sunday Night Live. Um, We will shortly be joined by one of the regular Sunday Night Live panellists, Mickey. But for now, you've got myself, Stephen. We're also joined by Dan. Dan, how are you? About as enthusiastic as our style of football. Uh, Okay, hashtag negative Dan already in the comments. And uh, we're also joined by Mr. Joe Zampa. Joe, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm great. <laughs> what, what a day. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? I guess. I guess we've got, we've got to talk about it and try and sort of dilute where the problems are at the moment and see what we can try and uh, muster, you know, from it all. Yeah, I mean, evening, Darren. Um, again, anyone in the comments, please feel free to send us your questions, thoughts on the game today, uh, Mill in general. Um, obviously, we've come off the back of a very tough afternoon um for respect for spectators at sc16 um and i think this comment i've just put on the high boys shit game wasn't it it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to argue with that um obviously today the lions fell to a three nil defeat uh home to uh, to leeds um very tough watching i know there's been a very very strong um you know, row it out brigade. There's also been differences in opinions on how we've played. Dan, I'm going to first come to you. I know it's very difficult, but we just never really got going, uh, did we? First 10 minutes, I thought we were quite good. The intensity was there. The press was there. We kind of had them where we wanted to have them on the back foot, putting pressure on them. You know, obviously that was that disallowed goal where Bradshaw, you know, you can't touch a goalkeeper these days. So sadly, you can't, you know, it was always going to get disallowed. Um, obviously, the first goal does change the game a little bit, but we stopped doing everything that was good just because we kind of got hit on the counter-attack once, which was so disappointing because, I mean, it was it was a sloppy goal to give away on the counter-attack, don't get me wrong, but we've been playing so up until then, their defence looked nervous and shaky. I think after that first 10 minutes, I can only recall their goalkeeper having to make two saves. One from Longman about halfway through the first half. Uh, and then the second one um, was just after the restart when Bradshaw had his shot from the edge of the box saved as well. That's it. So little to get excited about. So little to bring a, a full sellout Den crowd into proceedings yet again. Um, 
you know, I feel like a bit of a broken record for saying this about sellout dens, um, but that's where we're at at the minute, unfortunately. And, you know, especially against Leeds, um, that it hurts a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to keep up with some of the comments here. I mean, Joe, I'll, I'll come to you as well. Uh, a lot of the comments from the guys in the in the in the sort of on the YouTube and Twitter are sort of saying row it out, time to go. Um, before we get into the actual sort of in, you know dissect the game, where do you stand on that? What what, what foot is your camp in, in or out? In, in regards to row it, sorry, um, Gary, row it, yeah, yeah. I mean. It's it's so tough because you know he's an experienced championship manager, isn't he? I mean, everyone everyone else seems to rate him as a manager. They, they talk about his pedigree, you know, how experienced he is as a championship manager. In some ways, we kind of should be almost like grateful that we've got him in in, in the helm, and he hasn't done too badly since he's been in charge of us, has he? Um, however, I just can't understand his tactical mindset sometimes. You know, like. He's almost like bipolar at the moment. One minute he's just really, really negative, and then you hit the 65th minute, and he's gone like fucking mental. Like he's just gone gung ho with like six attacking players, leaving Billy Mitchell on his own, leaving him exposed, which has cost us two goals on the break. We've got no defensive mind midfield. You're asking SA and, and Fleming to track back and stop, you know, them from scoring. That's not really their game, is it? You know, and you know, I listened to his interview after the game. With uh, with Mark, I think it was, and um, he's talking about you know, oh well, you know, one nil down, you know, you, you you've got to be adventurous, you've got to go for it with a home team. Why are you fucking deciding that at the 65th minute when you one nil down? Why don't you start from the first minute in that mindset? I'm not saying go mental, but you know, I just don't get that. The kind of how can you be thinking defensively so defensively? I mean, you're dropping Fleming, but you're not even replacing Fleming with SA. I mean, I get Fleming needs to be dropped. You know, a lot of us have been crying out for, for for a few games now. And I think he needs to be dropped just to kind of show him, listen, you can't just walk into this team and, and, and think you're going you're gonna to start and play. But what you don't do is take out a creative player and then put another defensive midfield player on. And you effectively got three defensive-minded midfielders and no creative spot whatsoever. You know, as good as Nisbet and Bradshaw are, neither of them can run or carry a ball with them. They ain't got the pace to do it either. They're not really that great in the air or, or that strong to hold the ball up. So what is the game plan? What what are you trying to achieve? You know, he mentioned about, oh, how grumpy we were in the first 10, 15 minutes and how we're pumping balls in the box and we should have made more of it. But you haven't got a fucking large a target man in there make it make a difference. If you're signing a, a big centre forward and you're pumping balls in the box, okay, I get it. You've got a game plan. That's what you want to do. But you're trying to play a system and, and, and a game plan that doesn't suit the players again. And when's he going to get that through his head you know I would have dropped Fleming but I would have put SA in there or you know or Nisbet or something you've got to have some fucking attacking plan or something you can't just sit back and expect it to fucking go and nick a game you know and, and defend yeah let's, no. let's let's talk about Fleming quickly because what mm. Joe said about that kind of defensive minds that mindset we all kind of saw it I think from 11 o'clock when the team sheet came out on social media um you know listen I'm I said a few weeks ago, I think maybe Fleming should have been dropped. Um, mm. His performance against, yep, I think that was before the Stoke game. Performance in that one was okay. Performance against Birmingham uh, was a bit meh. Um, maybe, yeah, he should have been dropped. But I think there's a time and a place to do it. And I don't think against a game mm -hmm. um, against 
one of your biggest rivals, given the history uh, between the two sides. I don't think that's the best time to do it, to be completely honest. And like Joe said, you can't do it and not put in one of either SA, Yamaku, what more to go and play in that role because there were so many times when the ball went forwards, um, you know, the long ball went forwards and it would be Nisbet and Bradshaw together and then there'd be such a big gap between... Uh-huh. Yeah. Such a, it'd, be, it'd be a six on two effectively with their, all their all their four defenders and then their two defensive midfielders as well. It was just, it was just you know embarrassing. I think mm. on that as well with Fleming, um, I think there has been there's been calls to drop him, and I think rightly so. I think we, we have to be honest; he's not been the, the, the Zian Fleming that we we had last year. Mm. However, and to touch on what Dan said, I don't think today was the right game to do it. You know, your big match play. Our big match players that we had in the squad today, realistically, the players that you would want to be on the pitch, both of them, in my opinion, weren't playing. Zian Fleming and George Savile. I think they're players that, that have got experience of big games, have got experience of big at, of atmospheres. Obviously, Fleming perhaps is a little bit different, but he is the talisman. Mm-hmm. And I think dropping him in a game like today was the wrong move. We'd, we'd all we'd been hearing was, oh, you know, you, you know, head turned with the transfers, and you know, he's he's not he's not right, and it's it's put him off, and you know, we want him to be here past the transfer window. I know we've we've played Birmingham after the window had shut, but he'd had two weeks. Of you know you're going to be here until January at least. Get your head right. Get in the game. And to not to not pick him just it, to yeah. me it wasn't the it wasn't the right move. I've I've also just um, on the the comment on the screen is a good friend of mine, Tom. He's actually a Norwich fan. Um, he's the lad I travelled to Norwich with, so he um, he's one. He's probably gloating at the moment because they're doing very well. But um, this is obviously a non mill fan here. Feels like Mill of no fight. Even if you're not winning, I'd at least expect you to battle. And it feels like you're not doing that. And the worrying thing with that is is that that's coming from someone who's not a Millwall fan. If everybody can see it, this yeah. is not the Millwall way. This is not how. Our, our reputation and, and what we expect from fans. And if other fans can see it, I'm sure other managers can as well and players. Well, we're becoming, uh, particularly at home, we're we becoming a bit of a soft touch at home. It's, it's four <clears> wins <throat> in in, 15, in our last 15 competitive games at the Den, going back to the Sunderland game at the start of February. Um, looking at the wider form from that, if you take from the March international break, so from the Huddersfield home game, it's four wins in 16 competitive games. Um, whichever way you look at that, that is that is sackable. Um, that is sackable offence to me. Um, and his record is now somewhat similar to the uh, final few games of the kind of Neil Harris tenure at Millwall. So you know he's had that's that's the that's the thing. He's had four years, and this isn't a chance. This isn't me coming on here and completely slandering Gary Rowett. I put it out on um, Twitter X earlier. I think Rowett's done a good job from for the club. When he came in, we were as a team that was typically in the championship, always looking over our shoulder. He's changed us now to a team that's a comfortable mid-table outfit up until now. Um, who are always, you know, trying to make that next step into the playoffs without having that big money to try and do it. I just think Rowett's run out of road now, to be completely honest. And I feel like it's in danger of going very stale very quickly. Yeah, I, I mean... Sorry, sorry, go on, Joe. No, go on, no, go on. No, I'm, I'm just saying the thing is he's got... A, a decent enough squad, I think, to um, to tinker with uh, uh, and use. But again, I was going to my, my point earlier. He's not using the players to their strengths, is he? Um, I really don't. I don't think even he fucking knows what what he wants to do, how he wants to play. You know, you've got to have a philosophy. You've got to have a gameplay. You've got to have an idea how you want to set your team up to play. You know, and if you're going to sit sit back and be and be defensive 
and catch teams on the break, then why don't you fucking sign fast pacey forwards? Exactly to, you know, like that. Obviously, I know yeah. I know the budget is obviously a little bit kind of different. But yeah, but I'm, I'm not saying you've got to get players of that ability, but even just someone who's quick. I mean, they might fucking miss two chances yeah, you know, out, out of out of three, whatever. But what I'm saying is you've got to have the players that's going to fit the system. You can't be defensive. Try and hit teams on the break, but don't have any pace up front at all, you know. And you can see players like Emaku probably thinking, what more do I have to fucking do to get into this team? I mean, as much as I love Bradshaw, he fucking runs his tits off every game when you see him playing, yeah? And Nisbet is quality. You can see he's a quality player. But if you're playing the system again, and you've got no ball carriers, you've got no one linking midfield, you know, to attack, um, you need pace. If you're going to play as a, as a direct counter-attack inside, you need pace up front. You know, fucking play, play a Matthew up front alongside Nisbet or Bradshaw, you know, or, 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 or what more. So you can't just fucking play the, the players in a system that doesn't suit them. You know, I really no. don't get that. I, I agree. Um, I've just been um, text separately and there's a comment up on the screen by Ben asking for a little shout out. Hello, Ben. Hope you're well. Um, for, the, for the benefit of the, of the um, viewers at home, Ben's actually in bed already. So uh, he's had a few shandies and he's, he's struggling a little bit. So, yeah, he, he couldn't we'll see him at West Brom next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, yeah, we'll see him at West Brom next week. And um, But yeah, uh, Joe, I, I completely agree. And I mean, I'm going to, guys, I'm going to try and do my best to keep up with the comments. There's loads and a lot can of I, it's about Rowett. Just, and... um, can I come in quickly, Stephen? Yeah, absolutely. Please, absolutely. Please, it is very quickly, again, going back to the Zian Fleming topic, but the... Um, he had Rowett had the question put to him, why didn't Zian Fleming start the uh, game today? And Rowett said it was tactical. And then I've kept reading at the bottom, there was a line from him saying, um, 10 games into the season last season, Bradshaw and Zian only had one goal between them. Well, the reason for that, Mr. Rowett, I can tell you now, is because you played a back five for most of their first 10 games last season. Mm. Um, now, have you learned from your lessons? Because if you, if you have, then let's... Let's see something different next game, please, because what we've seen so far this season isn't working. And, you know, as we've already discussed, a game with defensive depth, we are, you know, a Ryan Leonard pulled hamstring away from having three centre-halves yet again. Mm. Play a, to play a system with three defenders. At yeah. the moment, that's concerning, because I think our best player so far this season, without a shadow of a doubt, is Ryan Leonard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's been fantastic every single game this season, but we know he's probably one or two games away from an injury, and that's it. I mean, we've lost Hutch. You know, there's a few other players out injured at the moment, but if he goes, we're in shit street there. We've got no one really going to come in and cover for him, apart from, um, what's his face, Wes Harding, maybe. I don't know who fit in there at, at right centre-half. But it's, it's, it's a problem. And I, and, I, and I think, you know, I, I'm not a manager, at, you know, but we all, we all watch football. We understand football. We understand about, you know, systems, formations, whatever. You've got a player formation that's going to suit, the, the, you know, the, the, the players. And I think you've got to have, you know, you've got to have a, a, a Fleming in there or, or an essay or someone just to kind of create things and do things. We've got nothing in midfield that's going to do it. You know, Savile, by his own mission, he, he says it himself. You know, technically, he's not the, not the best, but he gets stuck in, he works hard, gets around the pitch. Mitchell's game is very, very similar, you know, um, Denore, as good as he's been, not creative enough for me. Campbell, what is he? A ball winner. You know, tell me which midfielder we got that's creative, it's going to make things happen, you know, create moves, put passes through balls and make things happen. We haven't got that kind of players. 
So you've got to play a system that's going to allow the attacking areas to be effective. But today, he literally fucking ripped all that out and said, you know what, we're going to go with three across the midfield, all defensive mind midfielders, and you two up front, well, you just fucking get on with it and you make something happen. Yeah, you know? I mean... Okay, we, uh, it's really difficult because a lot of the things we're talking about is based on the game today. But if we look at it as a whole, starting from 11 o'clock, as Dan said, team sheet come out. I think there was a lot of people that were surprised the way that we lined up. I actually, myself, I went into the game. I, I put a message in the chat to obviously the podcast boys and the people that sit around me um, that I felt really confident going into the game. So I really, I really thought we were going to get the game that we should have got for, for John Berylson I thought we were going to get it today rather than what we got served up against Bristol right. City. I think, sorry to interrupt you there, Steve. Yeah. I think Dan, Dan mentioned it earlier there. There was a massive gap between our midfield line and our attacking line. It's just nothing happening there whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, so right from the off, you know, we were relying on just pumping balls in the box to no effect. Let's be honest. Yes, we pegged them in for the first five, ten minutes, but we did do nothing in their penalty area. We didn't have... The, the aerial height or the presence in, in, up front to kind of cause many problems. They just dealt with it every single time, you know. Um, but the key thing for me was at one nil down, you're still in the game. If you've got to take one of those midfielders off and you replace with an attacking player, I get that. You don't take two of them off. Leave Billy Mitchell fucking on his own and, and then have everyone just charge forward. Because as soon as they, they counter-attack twice, they counter-attack off of that. And that they were through on goal. Billy Mitchell, one point from their corner, was the only player that got back for the last one and he lost his feet. He couldn't cut out the, the pass, could he? And then their, their strikers at Piro, I think his name is, end up scoring mm. a fairly easy goal. But what I'm saying is you're exposing yourself in a situation that didn't need to, didn't need to happen. You know, 65 minutes, you're still in the game, you're 1-0 down. You just tweak it slightly. You don't fucking throw the kitchen sink at that moment. You know, I just don't get what, where he's coming from. It's just sh- stupid amateurish tactics you know I, I i sorry ben's just put some more comments on there just i'll get into I'll, I'll get into and he's texting me at the same time so ben i will get into your comments um joe I, to be honest with you i think what, what i was saying is i was positive before the team come out the team come out and i knew before a board being kicked i knew exactly what gary Rowett was planning he was planning for us to stay in the game yeah now and maybe nick a set piece god yeah and now I understand why you would perhaps, you know, there are there are teams that have come down from the Premier League. You're not going to go gung ho, and I can accept that. That's absolutely fine. But when you line up with zero creativity exactly. in your midfield, and let's be honest, and, and uh, this a player that I'm gonna will come back on to, but Ryan Longman hasn't come in with glowing endorsements as he it's not like he's come in and everyone thinks he's going to be a world beater norton cuffy's been okay but again he's not i i you know it, it, he's had numbers to his game at, at wing back but it's just it would be the same if it was danny mcnamara the wing backs need to be providing creativity but they're not really doing that mm. so from the goalkeeper to the middle of the park we have no creativity we've got nobody that can really create anything no. let's be honest or in that lineup today and mm. it just knocked the utter stuffing out of us and we started quite well we did start quite well we started on the front foot and it was a little bit surprising but there was one moment you both touched on it um ball was not long and um it, i think we won a throw in and from bradshaw and nisbet there wasn't a single 
blue shirt within mm. 50 yards of the two of them. And that, that is unacceptable. It's, it's just unacceptable because you've got no chance. You've got no chance. And, and again, going back to the Fleming piece, if you're going to drop Fleming, fine, I, I get it. He's not, been, he's not been great. But you don't drop an attacking midfielder for a defensive midfielder. No. You, just, you just don't, you just or, don't or, do or, it. Or two, in, in this case, because, like I said, you're, you're, you're playing so much defense, defensive midfielders uh, and no attacking out, outfield at all. I, honestly, I know you two don't feel that Fleming should have been dropped today. Um, because of the occasion, it's been a big game. But I think he needs to be dropped. He hasn't performed well at all. And I would rather him drop him, start with SA in that number 10 role, and give give SA a start in in, in the 10 role, see what you can do, you know? But yeah. to go fucking so defensive-minded and then talk about wanting to be attack-minded and how we should go for it, he's contradicting himself from starting starting 11, isn't he? I, I, I agree, and I think just just looking at that comment there from Barry, he he set up to bully in midfield, and we ended up getting bullied ourselves. That that yes. sums up that sums up the game today. Exactly, we had a game plan, and look, people will say there was a foul in the build up to the first goal. It, it it wasn't given. It wasn't given. You just get on with it. They scored a good team goal. Fine, one nil. Like that, and that's and and perhaps that that kind of changed a little bit of the momentum can, of the can game. Make a, can I make a point as well, Steve? I know in the past we've all mentioned talks about you know has he lost a dressing room? Are the players playing for each other? They're playing for him, etc. There was one incident today. If you saw it, now I can't remember which player it was, um, but someone went for a fifty-fifty with the keeper. Uh, it might have been Leonard. Not quite sure who it was now actually, but um, he caught the keeper a bit late. Yeah, he did. It was Leonard. That was Leonard. Who yeah. was it? it was Leonard. All yeah. the Leeds players rushed over to protect their goalkeeper. Not one fucking, I think there was only one mill player. I think it was Nisbet, Nisbet was in there with him. And yeah, that was it. I think it might be Nisbet went in there to try and you know, help, his, help his teammate out and, and fight for it. All the other mill fuckers just, just turned around and walked off. There's no, there's no fight. There's no togetherness there whatsoever. Previous mill size in, in the past, I mean, not been technically good, but they've won games with heart, with passion, Playing for each other. When I look at them, them, there are a lot of uh, players today, or, or, or what we have recently. There's no togetherness. There's no fight. There's no cohesiveness between them. They're not playing or fight, playing for the shell, playing for each other. You can, you can, you can just see in, the, in their own demeanour the way that they are. You know. Now we're talking in the, in the chat here. Let's get rid of Gary Rowett. The question is, who can you bring in? There's no one. I don't think that we're going to come in and make and make a real difference unless we go abroad and get a foreign manager, a bit of an unknown manager, going to come in there and make a difference and play a continental style of football that might suit our players better. Who knows? We'll get the best out of them. We have got the players that can play that kind of football with the ball on the ground. They're, they're good enough. The other alternative is you bring in a Steve Morrison, okay? Which everyone say, oh yeah, give Steve Morrison the job. He gets us. He's Millwall. Yeah, I get all that. But what the fuck is he going to do with our crop of players? He's going to go 4-4-2, go long ball. We ain't got the players to play 4-4-2. We haven't got wingers. We haven't got a tall target man. So what the fuck is Steve Morrison going to do? It'll be funny. How is Steve Morrison tactically a better manager and a better coach than Gary Rowett? I'm not saying Gary Rowett is any, is any good, or you know, but what I'm saying is, how can you bring in somebody who's a, who's a direct 4-4-2 type player manager that's going to make a difference in our, in, our, in our team. It ain't going to happen. I, We've got to bring a player in, uh, sorry, a manager in, that's going to deal with, with, our, with our players if it ain't row it, and get the best out of our players in a system that works with our players. 
But my gut feel is that it won't it won't work. You know? From what I've from what I've seen from Morrison, um, his Cardiff team, and you know, obviously wasn't there for very long, and it it didn't go well. But the fans really, you know, in, enjoyed getting behind his team and his style of football. Um, you know, quite frankly, at this point, you know, I I just want to see something a, a bit more entertaining. You know, um, on the manager names, I, I I put it out there earlier today. I, I would love to see Kevin Muscat. Um, yeah, I'll know, be up for that. I'll see, be up for Muscat. The, the things that tick a lot of boxes for me is that obviously he knows the club, which is you know something that's quite important because we you know we are we possibly losing our identity a little bit maybe. Um, but other things that kind of tick the box for me is that he's worked with Ange Postecoglou before um, as his assistant in multiple places and ended up taking over from Ange uh, at many different clubs. He's currently employed at a team in Japan. Well, I don't know if anyone paid. Uh, paid much attention to um, Scottish football when um, Ange Postecoglou came in, so, but he bought quite a few players over with him for pretty reasonable fees and they, they've absolutely torn up the Scottish league. Um, so, you know, maybe as that kind of scouting experience and, you know, again, look at the way Ange has brought Tottenham together. I'm not saying he's going to be exactly the same as Ange Postecoglou, but, you know, I, I certainly feel like he should be very high up on the list of targets. The club wants some of championship experience, um, I mean, I wouldn't mind Chris Wilder, but I can understand why people would be saying let's not go for Chris Wilder. Um, but I, I don't think it would be a, a terrible appointment, nor do I think Darren Moore, again, would be a terrible appointment. But I feel like I, my choice, if we have money to go and get a manager out of their contract reasonably, would be Kevin Muscat. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Ben, I'm going to, in the comments, I'm going to come back to the midfielders because we're going to do a little bit on that. But I'm going to come to a point. Um, this is this is one, an interesting uh, a name that I've not seen many people um, mention here. But um, John, Ryan Mason, hungry young wannabe manager, would be a very good replacement. I love, I love Ryan Mason. Whether or not he'll come to us or not is another story. But again, that type of manager, young, creative, attack-minded, that's going to play some, some decent football, you know, that, that's, that can suit our players. We've got some talented, talented players in our squad. Essay, Fleming, you know, all these players need to be played and played in the, in the right system, the right formation is going to suit them, you know. And mm. someone like Steve Morrison isn't the answer. I'm sorry to say it, you know, but we do need someone to come in there a little bit more creative, a bit more attack-minded. And, and the trouble is as well, is our defenders are not suit, suited for, for that kind of attack-minded football anyway. Yeah, our defenders are suited for a defensive style of football. We've got no no pace, no agility, no movement in the back there. We can't play the ball out from the back either, you know. So whoever comes in is always got to kind of see us out to the end of the season and then do another rebuilding program mm. would be, you know, when, when the money's there at the end, the end of the year. I don't think it'll be there in January now because we spent quite a bit of it. But it'll be a case of having to rebuild yeah, you know, the, the, the squad's like, but more so defensively with more ball playing defenders. We haven't got that at the moment. No, and I'm going to, um, another point I'm going to come on to, Kenny, um, uh, before we say start a Maku no brainer. Now, I, I just want to point, put something to you guys and obviously guys in the comments. There's so many coming through. I, we really appreciate them, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to rattle through them as quickly as possible to, to get through as many as I can. But with a Maku, went to the Ireland under 21 squad. Uh, I don't think it was the first time he'd been called up. I think it was no. the second time. But but he was he he, he got the call again. Um, he come on and scored the winner in in one of the games. Late goal, three two. It was a good finish. You know, right place, right time. Nice tidy finish. 
that boy must have been on cloud nine. He scored his first goal mm. for the under-21s. Absolutely buzzing, confident. You know, he's had good reviews. He had a good pre-season. Mm. Can someone explain to me why in God's earth he was brought in to play this afternoon at left wing back? That was, that was, that was, it went Again, in that kind is, of crazy kind of substitution bracket that, this is, that this he is made. This is weird for Raul. It's probably funny. You've got, you got, you got Malachi on, on, on the bench, didn't you? And Bro- Brian was on the bench today as well. The only Brian reason I, no, no, I don't think oh, he was. I thought he, he was, was, my bad. Okay. But um, Malachi comes. You want a wing back, you put, you put Malachi in. You we've know, been saying, we've been saying this now since, since Brian missed that first. Yeah, exactly. It's but ridiculous. Again, what is the plan with Adam Malachi? What's he done? What's he done? He's gone fucking with Norton Cuffey on the right wing back, which is fine. Attack my... And I'll get back to Norton Cuffey later about him, actually. I've got someone to mention about him. Um, you then got Maku as a left fucking wing back, who's really a sort of striker, I would say, more than anything else, yeah? Uh, and you've got all these attack sort of players. There's, there's no fucking build-up whatsoever, is there? It's just... It's just ridiculous. I reckon something's like it happened to Rowe. Either he's fucking doing his best to get sacked at the moment or he, he's, I don't know, he took a fucking whack to the head this morning when he woke up or something because it's just not it's so unlike um, Rowe, the way he behaved with those, with those, what, those what, do you, what do you boys playing. What do you boys think with the random, kind of the randomness of the team selection today and kind of the randomness of the of the substitutions as well. Does it kind of, feel, yeah, it kind it? of feel a bit like the, the end days of, you know, Harris towards the end of his time, he put out a couple of, you know, kind of random, big change, questionable teams. Holloway did it every week. He seemed to sign a player on an emergency loan every week so we didn't win a game. Does it feel like that to you two boys where, you know, he's just starting to make changes, seeing what might work because he's kind of run out of ideas a little bit? I personally think, and I, I think Gary Rowe is scared to lose football matches. I think he's scared to lose football matches because he knows that the he knows the outcome and he knows what the what's going to happen with the crowd. The problem is, the problem is, is that's all well and good, and he's feeling the pressure. But by go, there's going for it, and there's being stupid. You he could have for me. I think you could have gone to a back four, and you could have shifted the team up the field, and you could have changed your formation that way. You didn't have to go with. Uh, bringing off all the midfielders and leaving Billy Mitchell on his own. You didn't have to have a Maku at left wing back. There was, there's, there's ways of going for it without basically being suicidal. Which and, is what he did. Yeah. Uh, which is what he did. And I think, mm-hmm. I just think he, at the moment, I think, I think he's under massive, massive pressure. Obviously he is from the fans, but I think he is, I think there's more to it behind the scenes because the way that he's talking, you know, the comments that he's made previously about being away from his family, he doesn't have the backing of John Berylson. It's now James Berylson. It's a different person that's in charge. And I, I, I honestly think, I honestly think there's a little bit more pressure to him. And I think today it absolutely got to him and he completely lost his head. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, it just seems really strange to me. Really does. Cause I said, you know, a one nil down, you're still in the game. But when you make those substitutions and you concede, you know, a character, you can see, you can see the 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 the, the gaping hole in our midfield where they just fucking ran through and and they, and they score that second goal. They're tuning up the score, um, and then the third goal goes in exactly the same sort of way. And you look at Rowett, and he fucking turns round and walks in 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 his dugout and sits down for the rest of the fucking game. 
I mean, I, I left on about 80, 82nd minute, which is unheard of. I don't like leaving games, even when we're losing. But I just thought, you know what? I couldn't stand sitting there watching fucking Leeds jump up and down and being fucking a bunch of, you know, twats up there. Understandably, and we'll probably be the same way. We were away at Leeds winning 3-0. But I couldn't bear to watch it anymore. And I had to literally get up and just fucking walk out. I thought, fuck this. But he's hiding in his fucking dugout, you know, for, for, that, for that sort of period there. He always that, does it. He always sends Adam Barra out the front. Like, why do it? Yeah, you need to be fucking out there, shouting to the team, galvanising your troops, getting the, 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 the boys playing. He wasn't fucking doing any, any of that. That Daniel Farker, Farker the Farker guy, was, um, that fucker was um, out there the whole fucking game almost. He went like two, like three, he's still fucking staying out there, barking instructions and throwing his hands around and stuff like that, you know? Sorry, that comment that's just come up there. Regardless of who comes in, uh, this is from Alan, they need a proper scout. I'm not that clown of an MVQ journalist of a scout. And this is the thing, isn't it? I know we all laugh and joke about it, but there's something fundamentally wrong at Millwall at the moment. And it's, it's it's from the pitch to the coaches to the recruitment. Something isn't right because... In most jobs, I, I get that a professional football isn't the same as other industries and other sports. I understand that. But in most jobs, you have your boss, you have your governor, but they they have people around them. They have a support team around them that help them with decisions that, that might give them ideas. <clears throat> Why would the same coaching staff not, or recruitment team, not say, look, you know, we went down this route last year, didn't quite work. Why? Why is someone not saying? Or why? Why are we just going? Why are we doing it again? Why? Why? Because, are we, because Rowett probably likes yes men around him. Doesn't want anyone's going to challenge him too hard. And he wants to well, do things. Possibly, he, yeah. He seems like a very, very stubborn guy. We've seen, we learned that over the years, and what he's like. You know how he's towards the fans, and not sort of want to change systems, formations, or whatever. And that's probably what it is. You know, they're probably too scared to say anything, or they just say yes, boss. No, you know, whatever you want. You know, mm. he does it. Does it his way? You know. Um, but like I said, I've, I've never really been a, a rabbit out sort of person. I kind of appreciate or understand what he's trying to do and what he's been doing for us really well in a very, very sort of, you know, low budget over, over the years. However, it's got to the point now where I, he's ripping the soul out of the club a little bit, isn't he? You know, the, 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 the atmosphere was there today. Like, fucking hell, like, we got behind, even one nil down, like, the Mill fans were, were, were there, they were pushing the, the, the players and doing everything can, trying to create an atmosphere, you know, with, with the old monk, monk chart and whatever, but the players don't respond to it. There was a time when you're a Millwall fan going to watch a Millwall game and you're chanting, you're singing, you're giving it everything, and you did feel like you're a 12th man and it did make a difference and you did get the players, you know, battling and fighting, you know, and, and, and beating the so-called bigger, better teams. Whereas now, there's just no fucking fight there whatsoever. We, we're used to thriving games like this, playing, yeah. against, playing against bigger teams, well, exactly. you know, teams with bigger budgets coming down with their expensive <clears throat> players. And today we just kind of rolled over. It's completely the opposite to what I've been used to seeing in games like this. Absolutely. I think the players have got to take the blame as well. I mean, everyone's, it's very quick to point the finger at Rowley, and we're all doing that, I'm doing that at the moment. But I think the players have got to take ownership as well. It'll be funny, but if you're fucking ZM Fleming, yeah, you've been dropped for a massive fucking game against Leeds, one of the biggest games of season at home at the Den. You get an opportunity to come on to show what you could do for half an hour. You will fucking run through walls and you'll do whatever you can to make a difference to show 
your manager and the fans why you should be playing. But I think he sort of touched the ball, what, four, three or four times, if that? We struggled to get him into the game. Yes, what did again. he do? Yeah, that's fine. But he's got to get himself in the game. He's got to get in the, He's got to find a way. I, to get I, into I the do game. hear. I do hear that. But there was so... no aggression from him. There was no right. You know, right. I'm going to fucking take the game for the scruff of the neck here. I'm going to show you why I should be playing. There's no kind of like you know wake up call there whatsoever. Nothing whatsoever. There's nothing in his performance in that half an hour. I don't give a fuck who it's against, whether it's Leeds or anyone else. There's nothing on there that says you know what, Zian, you're absolutely right, mate. You should be starting. I'll fucking drop him again next game. I think I think SA did more than Zian did, although he didn't do much, but at least he fucking tried to get on the ball and try and make a few things happen. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm a fucking Zian Fleming fan. Look, I've got my, his fucking shirt behind me. The cunt's fucking embarrassing me now, isn't he? I feel like fucking taking that fucker off and putting I think, Marhoffer up there or something instead. At least I he think, fucking tried. <laughs> Uh, we won't tell you that Vogel Summer scored today as well, then, Joe. Yeah, I'll, yeah, what, yeah. I'll fucking take Vogel Summer back at the moment. At least Vogel Summer fucking tried, honestly. And I hated that fucker. Someone clip that. Clip that. We'll get the time of this stream. No. But I think what where we're coming from, and I think Joe is basically in a position that I think the majority of us Millwall fans are in at the moment. It's frustrating. It's yeah. It's not good enough. And we're not expecting us to to win the league we're not expecting us to blow teams away but that's not what we're expecting but we have on paper of a good squad i wouldn't say a great squad but we have a good squad and what we're getting served up is just not it's not acceptable it hasn't been acceptable for a while people talk about last season i don't quite buy into that it's a whole different scenario. You're at the back end of the season, the pressure, you know, going for the playoffs. Yeah, okay, it form it, it, the form books don't lie, and, and and it's not been good, including that spell. Yeah, you, but from you can't, you can't escape that's four wins in sixteen. No, it, it's I understand that. I understand that, but I'm just purely and based on this, um, based on this season, we've played. I believe, uh, I believe it's six games in the league. Is it? Yeah. I think it's six in the league and one game in the cup. We have scored four goals in the league and cup it's, in it's seven totally games. There you go. And we've, I, I don't even know how many we've conceded. We've conceded more than three, um, three times, I think. Already. Which Already. I've heard of in a Gary Rowan yeah. era. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's just not good enough. And unfortunately, Unfortunately, the fans' frustration and and the way that football works is that it's the manager. The manager needs to be the manager is held accountable. That's how it is. I do agree that the players and certain players are not doing enough. Zian Fleming is not doing enough in a Millwall shirt, and that's just that's no. that's how it is. But that's I, that's down to the manager, isn't it? That's the man. The manager's got to get the best out of the players. And that'll be funny. Why people make comparisons between Gary Rowett's team and Neil Harris's team, and Gary Rowett was a manager. Neil Harris's manager. Gary Rowett's style of football compared to Neil Harris's. What works best? And it was, oh, well, you know, it's it's clear that Rowett is better because, you know, Harris was struggling towards the end and we were, you know, fighting relegation and then Rowett come in and fucking turn it around. What you've got to remember is how much money did Harris have to spend on players compared to what Rowett's been spending the last few years? If Rowett had, if, if Harris had a budget and could spend four or five million pounds on, you know, on players like, like Rowett has, I'm sure he could have done better. 
But he he had a very very fucking weak 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 uh, squad to deal to play with at the time, Harris. No, I agree. And Ben, um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Joe. Ben, ben the, fuck off. The, the, the link the link to join. The link to join. He wants to join. The link to join is in the chat. So if you if you go onto it, I'll I'll add you in, and you don't have to show your face again. He's been on the he's been on the Shandies. So um, so yeah, uh, I, I think I think you're right, Joe, in the sense that Harris that the comparisons with Harrison and um, and Rowett. Harris was a negative manager, but he was a negative manager in the sense of he he always labelled us as the underdog. I don't think yeah. he was a negative manager with his football, but he just constantly saw us. Oh, you know, we're we're small exactly. fish and and we're and this that and the other. But he he was right in the sense of that at that time that's how we perceived ourselves. But Rowett yeah. has come in and demanded. He's obviously demanded more money. He wasn't yeah. prepared to go down the Harris route. Had Harris had been braver. And had the budget, it would be interesting to see. Would I, I don't think you'll ever know. You know, the, when we first come back up to the championship, it was a different league than what it is now. And, and you know, there's more money and bigger players and more yeah. transfer fees and stuff. But it's very, very interesting that um, that the comparisons that are made because you're right. Ha- Neil Harris would not have sent his t- a Millwall team out to play no. against Leeds no. at the Den. Anywhere near like what we were set up no. today with with Harris, and again, I'm not saying Harris the answer. I agree with what with what Baz is saying, um, but the difference is Harris was set his team up in a way to say, you know what, as a message to the, to the other team, you worry about us. We're not going to worry about you. We're going to play our game. We're going to do our, our, our thing, and you got to deal with it. We don't give a fuck what you're going to throw at us. We're going to we're going to we're going to play this way. Row it, and you can quite clearly see what happened today. He sets his team up straight away defensively against the team we're playing against. You know, every 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 time he sets up, you can see the players, they've all got their jobs to do. They're all checking for their for their their, their mans that they're marking. You know, from their goal kick, we've got our three midfielders sitting so deep marking their players. So they've all got the jobs to do. All he cares about is defensively. And we we know that we've said it for, 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 for ages now, haven't we? Whereas Harris was is a different approach. He was more front foot. You know, we're going to take it to you. We're going to go attack in. If we can see, we're going to see. We're going to, we, 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 you score one, we score two. You know, that sort of mentality a little bit, you know. Um, again, I'm not saying that Harris is the answer. I'm not saying Steve Morris is, is, is the answer. But something has to change. You know, you look at what's happened with Rowett, with his Stoke days. You hear about, you know, other fans talk about him having budgets. Yeah, bigger, bigger budgets than, than, than they ever had before. And spending loads of money and getting it fucking wrong. Mm. Yeah, and causing problems for their clubs. I just, I'm just going to come to, I'm going to come on to another point, Dan. I'm going to come to you in a second, but this from Craig um, here. Anyone remember when we lost to Birmingham years ago, where we had two players sent off, team weren't booed off because of the manner of display, the manner of the performances are below par. I do remember that game. And I did think we, lose, we got, did we lose six nil. I think we, it was six nil or six one. One of the two. Yeah. I, I, what, my main memory from that game is Alan, Alan Dunn absolutely obliterating that. Um, six for eight striker they had. I can't remember. Ziggich. Yeah, that was it. I remember reading about that in Dunny's book. Yeah, as well. that was that was that was a great memory from it, that game. It was, and and just on that on that point, Craig, and and I'm sure the other listeners and you guys will, will agree with this. The, it, it, that's correct. Performances. I, I've seen. We we have seen in a game. Sean Williams a few years ago got sent off against Wolves when he hacked a bloke that was running in on goal. We drew the game and he got a round of applause because he knew that he had to take one for the team. We're not expecting, we're not expecting world beaters every week. We expect 
110% from every player in a blue shirt. If we can't, if we don't get it, then they know about it. But unfortunately, we're not getting 110% from, from the majority of the players. It doesn't look like we're getting 110% from the manager. And unfortunately, we're not getting a performance like when we were down to nine men against Birmingham and appreciating appreciating the players because, quite frankly, they they're not they're not really they're not really deserving of it. Um, mm. Before before we continue, I am just about to add Ben into uh, Ooh, brace yourself. Or, or, <laughs> it looks oh, like that was a quick that was a quick uh, quick fashion, was, <laughs> Jesus, He's Ben, can you hear us? Evening, fellas. How are we doing? <laughs> All the better for hearing you, mate. All the better for hearing you. Mate, I'm not going to West Brom next weekend just because I want to go with you. <laughs> ben, give, so, your, ben, give your thoughts on today's game. Lads, you know, do you know what? I'm I'm, I'm gutted because we've, we've lost to them cunts. I, I apologise for swearing, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad where we're... I feel like we've all overreacted today. Like, it wasn't that bad. They, they, they've they've had three chances and, and scored with their three clear-cut opportunities. We had opportunities, but we just didn't score. I don't know if I'm just being drunk and being optimistic, but it, it wasn't that bad. I'll, was I'll, it that bad? I'll be honest with you. We have. Uh, no, I'll be honest with you. Let's to be fair. Right, no, no, Joe. What I will say, right, we didn't have that many, but they've had. They had a couple. And they right, they've scored yeah, three. Right. Was that because they weren't that great? Let's be honest. As good as Leeds are with some fantastic players and some some pace up front, they set up to counter attack us. Hundred percent. But we've I, also I, I, they, I they, they also Joe, they, they had a forty five million pound striker playing centre forward. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the stats yet, Ben, but I'm pretty sure we had more possession, which is fucking. Weird against you know an ex a team's coming after the Premier League. I'm checking I'm pretty, that now, but I'm pretty sure we had prepared more. We had pretty edged it on possession. We could be wrong, but I'm, I'm guessing we did. Um, but they didn't do nothing really, Ben. When you think about it, except for counter attack, they, they had three counter attacks and scored um, three scored, times. Scored from them, um, and that's what they're relying on. They set up very, very well. They used their strength and their pace up front, and they um, they hurt us. But that, what the point I make is we didn't play. Great, but I don't think it, they, it, it wasn't what I will say, Joe. It wasn't a Millwall Leeds game. I think we can all agree. Nah, well, my, 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 my experiences of Millwall Leeds game is we make it tough, we get in their faces, and it's but, just all passion. All yeah. like, we, yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't a Millwall type performance for a Millwall Leeds game. Like, can I just can I just say as well? Shout out to the ref. I don't know how he managed to not give a card at all. all oh, day. I know. I'm real. That was unbelievable. Unreal, yeah. Ryan right, 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 <laughs> made 17 fouls and he didn't get booked. <laughs> all of Nonta as well, which is brilliant to see him rolling around on the floor, my What What I will say, what I will say, and in Ben's defence, and I haven't been drinking, so uh, I'm the sober <laughs> one of, with, this, with this opinion... I don't think today was as bad as what people are making it out to be. However, it wasn't good enough. Stephen, that, 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 that is exactly right. my point. As, as, as a Millwall fan, right, we always, we've all experienced Millwall Leeds games and we know what they are. It's all passion, all thunder, yeah. on the front foot. We get in their faces. We're the smaller club. We just make it hard for them. And it wasn't that. But it wasn't as bad as a 3-0 defeat. That's, that's kind of my point. It wasn't a Millwall performance that we all expect, 
but it wasn't a 3-0 defeat that it's going to no. say tomorrow, tonight, whatever it is. It wasn't that bad. But I, my, my disappointment is it wasn't what it used to be. And I think that's what we're all getting, that's what we're all getting at, right? We're all going, no, no, it's, it's, not what we, it's not what we used to. Ben, if, if Rarick did make that fucking ridiculous um, substitution on 65 minutes, right? And we... We kind of rode like a little bit, and we saw the game out, and we ended up losing one nil, and we and we battled, and we did all right. Everyone will be saying, you know what? What can you do? It's against Leeds, one nil. Okay, ain't the end of the world. Ain't a terrible result, you know, and blah 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 blah. But you're right. I think the scoreline makes it seem like they battered us, and they didn't. They they didn't. Really, we gave them those two goals, the second and the third goal, really. But the point is, we we didn't do nothing. On the ball, creative one. We had no game plan, did we? Uh, no, no, mate. I think I think that's my point, right? As I say, like we we we've all come to know Mill Leeds games where we put it on them. We're, we're aggressive. We're in we're in their face. We're on the front foot, and it wasn't that today, right? No. Where, whereas whereas three nil was a half score line, but it was never like oh it was three nil, but we could have won four three. It was three nil, but we might have yeah. won one nil. I think that's mm. that's the difference, right? When when we think about again. Like me and you, Steve, we talk about those Leeds games that we're familiar with, like with the Harris teams, where it was like yeah. we we were in their face, we got at them, we like we made it difficult. It, it wasn't it wasn't difficult for Leeds today. It was almost like if they rode the storm for the first fifteen minutes, which they did, it was like they're always gonna score because they've got the quality to do it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, one one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to, and we've got four of us now to, to discuss it. The comment that's on the screen from Bobby, why take Nisbet off? Now, I agree. I don't think, I think Nisbet should have stayed on the pitch. I think Bradshaw is a trier and he's a, you know, he will run and run and run, but I think he'd, he'd run his race at the point. Um, I think he should have been taken off and I think Amaku perhaps put up front with him. Mm. But the point I want to come on to with, um, with, in regards to Nisbet and Bradshaw is Gary Rowett, Clearly doesn't want to play over two. I don't think. I don't think he really wants to do it. But in the but he, I don't think he has much choice. Nisbet's his sign. He paid over a million pound for him. He chased him in January. He finally got him over the line. He obviously wants him in his team. But Tom Bradshaw scored seventeen goals last year, and he's probably finding it very difficult to 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 not pick him because why would you not? He was top goal scorer from last year. You would you'd think you would give him an opportunity in the team as a pairing. I, I've, I was calling for it to try a two up front. And what I've seen, they do not really complement each other that well. It no. doesn't really work. And and we, we're going to have to make a decision, or say we, Rauer, or if he goes on another manager, is going to have to make a decision. What route are we going to go down? Are we going to go down the route that we bought in a striker from Scotland? We paid one point two or whatever it is for him. He is the man that Rauer wants. He is Rauer signing, not... not um, Bradshaw was signed by by Harris um, because th th this two up front it just doesn't it just doesn't work. See, I, 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 I really want to get involved with this because I'm super passionate <laughs> about the Bradshaw thing. And you know, no, honestly, lads, you 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 laugh. And Joe, I know, I know you're super keen on Nisbet, and I get it. Nisbet's a good player, but if I'm Bradshaw, he's got it, it, it's his best season at any club that he's ever had last year and you've signed another centre forward to come in front of him. I, I, I just don't Bradshaw was our best player today. I, I, I don't 
if I'm him, I'd be absolutely gutted not starting every game. We have to find hmm. a way for them two to work. That's just my opinion. But have I to guess, find a way. But but Dan, what um sorry Dan, uh, Ben, sorry, what Stephen's saying is that where they're not too dissimilar, Bradshaw and Nisbet. Yeah, it is it's clearly not working. Normally, you've got two strikers up front. But Joe, is, is it not working, or is it just because we're not at it? I do. I don't think well, it's not working. I think I think it's not working in a sense that they don't complement each other. I think if you've got if you're playing four four two, whatever. I mean, if you're playing um, two forwards, you've got one one of them is a, is a tall target man that's going to win headers, hold the ball up, bring other players into into the team. Where the other one's running around, a bit like how. Yeah, and I hate sort of talk about old football but if Harris and Sadly or Harris and Moody or whatever, you, that works. Yeah, yeah, you've got your big man, the small man. Yeah, or or you can have you know a, a, an all round forward like a Nisbet, let's say, that can hold the ball up and, and you know do a bit on the channels. But you have a pacey forward, someone who plays on the shoulder, someone who's got lightning pace that's going to get behind the defensive line and give defenders something to worry about. I mean, today a few times. I saw a Leeds defensive line push so high up the pitch at the halfway line because they didn't, they didn't, they wasn't scared about our pace in the break. The, the, were... the issue, I, <clears throat> the issue I've got, Joe, is like you've got Nisbet who can do that, like push defenses back, but then when you've got an opportunity in the second half, early in the second half, that Brad has had, it, mm. I, I, that, I didn't want that to be Brad. I wanted that to be yeah. Nisbet, right. And that if, that, if, if that was Nisbet, I, I had more confidence in him yeah. stroking that. We, we all look at the leads forward, Piro. Yeah. He had one opportunity, he just shot <laughs> through it. It was, it, it was just, it was confident, it was caressed. And I was like, when it got rolled in from Denor into Bradders, I was like, yeah. there's no way he's scoring that. He's going to thrash at it. And yeah. that's exactly what he did. But yeah. if that was Nisbet, I kind of went, well, he might have, he might have scored. And I, I think, I think, it, think it, it's such a, it, it, it's a bit of a catch twenty-two, I think, because the, the I, thing is, Ben. Sorry to interrupt there, mate. I I, I can see what Rowett, why Rowett's brought um, Nisbet in. As much as Bradshaw done fantastic well last season, scoring seventeen goals, we needed strength and depth in, in, in attacking areas. We didn't have enough, especially get rid of Vogel Salmon now as well. Nisbet is a better version of Bradshaw. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, you scored a hat trick today. So who's that? Bogey oh, you scored a hat trick today. Don't wind me up. So anyway, <laughs> so Nisbet is a better version of Bradshaw. I don't care what anyone says. Okay, he's technically he's a better player. He's a better finisher. I think he's a better all round player. So I can see what Rowett's doing. He's trying to bring in you know, a better player. But for me, and I said this at one of our very very earliest shows this season. I don't know if you remember, but I I was one saying play Maku and Nisbet up front together because you've got some pace. You've got a bit of diversity up front. You've got the pace, you've got something to hold the ball up, you've got a finisher. That's going to trouble defenders more than yeah, having two very I, 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 think, I, think Nis, I think Nisbet <laughs> and Bradshaw are too similar. The, I, thing I, is, the, the thing is, and, and Dan, I'll come to you as I feel like you're chomping at the bit <laughs> at the minute to, to get involved here. And the comments, John, Melvin, uh, Speed Demon, Baz, I've, I've all made comments. I've got one up on the, on the screen. It would work uh, if we played the ball into feet. We've had Bradshaw would be totally out of the picture if Moore had signed. It doesn't work because all we do is hoof the ball up to them. And there is a comment here, 70% of the earth is covered by water, the rest is covered by Brad as the man grass. And I understand that. But the thing is, Dan, in this squad, with this bunch of players, I don't care who the manager is, it, it, 
it can be well obviously within reason if you've got pep it might be a little bit different but it, with with any manager that's managing in the championship that looks at this squad or is potentially going to come in we have in my opinion probably one winger one out and out winger and that's a maku i know that people will say you know honeyman could play out there what more could play out there sa could play out there but one out and out winger i think who could probably play out there regularly is is a maku so the squad is built for wing backs and it's built for you know you know holding the ball in midfield like similar to what we tried to play today this squad this team the two of them don't work in my opinion dan which one yeah. do you go with which one do I... That that and that's the million dollar question, isn't it? You know, at this point, unfortunately, Bradshaw hasn't scored yet. You know, ultimately, strikers. You know, the comments there say, you know, Bradshaw grafts, he works hard, but ultimately, strikers are judged on goals. Yeah, he, he, he hasn't played, mate. He hasn't played. He has, he's played. He's played the last few, mate. Strikers are judged on goals, though. This is this is ultimately what you're talking about. I um, I can't. I'm, I what well, what what's he played this season? He hasn't played anywhere near the minutes in this bit played. And we're digging Bradders out for not scoring. I can't have that. Can't I don't. That. I don't necessarily think it's digging out Bradshaw for not. No, I'm scoring, not digging out Bradshaw, but, Bradshaw at all. It, but you know, the bloke, the bloke runs his bollocks off. He's brilliant for us. But you know, but, but even last season, yeah, he scored a lot of goals for us, but he did miss quite a few chances as well. So what I'm saying is, I think Nisbet is a better finisher. Put yeah, I, well, yeah, that's exactly what I'm just saying, right? If that if that chance in the second half early on falls to Nisbet rather than Bradders, I'm I'm yeah. more than confident he probably scores. But Nisbet yeah. didn't do what Bradders did in terms of harrying the chasing no. down. So it, it's like we we can't no. moan about like Millwall type players and then moan about Bradders not scoring when Nisbet didn't run, didn't harry, didn't really get in the game today. But say, oh, but if he got that chance, he would have scored. Right? He, he's <clears throat> but Nisbet is technically a better player. If you put, if you gave him all the game time that, that yeah, but he didn't get that last season. season then, if you gave um, Nisbet all the game time that Bradshaw had last season and all the chances that Bradshaw had last season, I guarantee you that Nisbet would probably have scored twenty-two goals last season. He would have scored more than Bradshaw would have. I I I'm. I would defend Bradders till the hilt because don't get wrong, you can't knock him. He, 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 he works very, very hard. But you said it yourself, the chances he has, you don't feel yeah, hundred percent. That that chance there, as I say, in the second half, if, if it fell, oh, what are you going to have? Are you, are you going to have a quality forward, a striker that's going to score goals and do their job, or do you want a player just going to run around? No, Joe, I, that, no, but that's not my point. What I'm trying to get is, so that chance in the second half, if it fell to this bit. Would Nisbet have done better? Probably. But oh, yeah. Nisbet wasn't in the game for the other 80 minutes where Bradders harried, got us in the game, got us aggressive, like chased them down. So really? it's a bit of a catch screen too, right? We really? can't, I mean, it, as it, a, it presses, but very rarely do we get anything from it. I mean, other than hurrying their defenders and... Oh, mate, just, just before just before we carry on, I think we're just about to be joined by our esteemed leader, Um the uh, one and only Mickey. I'm just going to try and add him into the uh, into the into the group now. Mickey, how are you? Yeah, I'm all good, fella. I'm all good. You? Yeah, not too bad. Oh, not too bad. Off, Mickey, at the yeah. moment, I just want to warn you, mate. <laughs> quite feisty. Joe, Joe and Ben are Joe and Ben are going to meet outside the pub for a fight hey, in about five pe- minutes. People are digging off Bradders, Mickey. I'm not happy. Well, I don't really care. 
<laughs> Ben's been on the, on the Stadar Tories all day, and I think he's um, <laughs> it's got it's got two Z's. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go back to a comment um, that was posted, and I Thank can't find it me. now. But I'm gonna. I don't know where it was. I really apologies. I don't know who it was that said this, but Wes Harding, Wes Harding's an interesting one because I thought he played quite well against Birmingham um, when he come on for, for Huntington. Not, I'm not again, not set didn't set the world alight. Wasn't a you know a superstar. And you look at it today, and you think, why was he not given an opportunity? I, I don't think Murray did too too much wrong. To be fair. Um, no, I don't think you can blame. Was terrible today, was he? But yeah, I'm in with you there, Joe. I'm not. I'm not a disagree there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's your right. You must be sobering up, Ben. <laughs> it's a bit stale, like do you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all. A, it's all a bit. It's just going stale, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's all going. It's all going stale. This is just. You know, no one's no one's knocking Murray Wallace. You know, obviously he's been here for like five years now. He's been a, he's been a good player on the whole for most of that five years. He's one player of the season, but mm. is he up to championship level? You know, it's too fucking up. He had, even Move though on. he had a bad game today, he didn't have a bad game today. Probably he did not, have a know. bad game. I think he got we forward. Got he went on a couple of a couple of runs. So did uh, Leonard on the other side, didn't he as well? Yeah, but when are you going to understand? It doesn't matter if you've had a good fucking a good ten minutes out of ninety minutes. It's about ninety minutes, and if you can't fucking play the whole game, don't play. Find someone who can. And the problem is, is that we're living on this fucking dream that, you know, they've had two weeks of prep and whatever else they wanted to do for the last two weeks. Yet we move it into a game which. Every Millwall fan in the country knows how important it is to play Leeds. And we always take it to Leeds. And, you know, yeah, okay, Murray's been here for years and days, so he fucking knows what today means. Mm. If not one of those players can pick themselves up and come against Leeds, then I'm sorry, but there's the fucking door. If you can't Mm. get yourself up, what's to say that, say, say, for instance, we get a draw with West Ham. Well, they're going to fucking turn up like that because Leeds is one yeah. of the top three fucking rivals. Yet we got, you know, we got we got players who, okay, fine. You might not like the manager. I don't care if you like the manager or not. You're supposed to do a fucking job. If you can't do that job, then you seriously got to look at yourself because you're taking X amount of thousands of pounds a week out of the club, out of our pockets, what we're paying week in week out, and we're watching shit. And yeah, okay. Rowett ain't great. Rowett's football ain't great. But you know what? To the board, he's doing a good job. To us, he's not. But it's not... Today's game weren't just on him. The players didn't look interested. We had fucking a back five with three fucking defensive midfielders who didn't want the fucking ball. I'm not being funny, but we could put you three, Joe, fucking Dan and fucking Stephen in the midfield. And you would have more. more. I can't believe I'm benched. (laughs) <laughs> it's fucking bullshit we're just it's just it's absolutely fucking diabolical on the on that no. subject Bobby on just that made s- a good point about, <laughs> when, about Wednesday night potentially hasn't he if, 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 if on your dimmer scores then it's yeah it's, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be good is it <laughs> on, on the subject of the free midfielders and I think Ben mentioned you, you mentioned this in the comments earlier mate and looking at the way that we set up today I don't think but between Billy Mitchell, Denore, and and Campbell, it, honestly, I don't think there's that much difference in 
in they're all, all three of them. All, all too similar for me, mate. They're, yeah, they're all they're all defensive midfielders. They all don't really want the ball, as Mickey said. They don't want to go forward. They don't want to. They, their work. It's it's a workman. It's off the ball. They're good. Off yeah, the ball, it's a workman. It's a workman yeah. midfield. It's a yeah. it's a it's a grafting midfield, and that's Actually, fine. Like, can I can I just say? I thought you know I, I think. Usually, I try and defend Billy Mitchell, so I don't think he's a good player. But I thought he had a terrible game today, mate. Let's let's yeah. throw it out there. Let's throw it out there. What everyone's talking about: Billy Mitchell is a one-dimensional player. I'm I'm not, I'm not having agree. any Billy Mitchell stand up on this. We can't have it. Well, do you know what? Unfortunately, Ben, I'm in charge. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Billy Mitchell is. <laughs> Billy Mitchell <laughs> is a one-dimensional player, right? Yeah, He's mate, a good player. He's a great what? player. I'm not saying what? he ain't, but one-dimensional. He knows his balls are one-directional when that's it. He doesn't okay. go anywhere else. I get that, but so what did Denor do more than what Billy Mitchell did? What did Campbell do more? Yeah, well? I, I can't. Billy Mitchell out of that three was the I think he probably played active. better than all three of them. I, I, if we're playing that three, I don't... I, if Denor's playing in there, I'd rather have Savile playing in there. That's just my opinion. Well, this is this is the thing. Last season, George Savile was best midfielder. He, he was arguably the best player in the team. Uh, well, he was robbed of player of the season. Yeah, exactly. Why? Why? So many midfielders. <laughs> Today, yeah. when you're playing Leeds at home, you need someone to get them about that midfield, you, get amongst You them. need a George Savile type player. You need the George Savile in there, yeah, 100%. And I Absolutely. Just think, Look, I, we, we've got uh, we've got an Alan Campbell that's n- clearly not fit. I think I think he will do, really do well for us, but he's not <laughs> fit. We've got a, a Denor that's come back from injury again, just couldn't really. He was half a stride away from it. I just felt like today was crying out for George Savile. Yeah, yeah. I I said at the start of the show, uh, Ben and, and Mickey. I don't know if you were there. We we needed today. We needed our, we needed big match players. We really needed big match players, and the big match players that were available. I, I, I include Sean Hutchinson in that, but he wasn't available. The big match players that were available to Rowett were George Savile and Zian Fleming. And for me, I think both of them should have been should have had should have been started, or at least George Savile got seven minutes of football. Yeah, seven that, that, that minutes of I'd football. Le- I'd left by that point, to be completely honest. So yeah, it's it's not. It is not good enough. And uh, there's a comment that's just come, on, come in here from um, Angelo. Denora is our best midfielder and he isn't even fit yet. You can tell there's a touch of class. One ball to Bradders today was class. Oh. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think he's very good. Don't get me wrong, but he's just come back from an injury and he doesn't. He didn't quite look at 100%. Even, can I chuck that back to Angelo? I'd be like... What 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 he's seeing that I'm not seeing because I haven't seen enough. I think I know what Angelo's coming from. I don't know if I'm speaking. I think, for, I think Angelo's probably watching the game without too much fucking Stella in him. I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna have to agree. With, no, I'm gonna no, have to agree. With, no, no, with Mickey, I'm not Angelo taking a piss right now. I, I, what, what 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 what? So what? I think what, it, what it is. 
you know what it is? Sometimes it's just his movement. It's his movement off the ball. It's, it's, it's the areas of, of he takes, he picks up. The pocket yeah, space. Joey, don't, he don't have the ball to play off the ball. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm not, I, I can't see that. Yeah, but what I'm saying, I think I think Denore again, he's probably not 100 fit. But what you do is you, when you see him on the ball, it's the, it's the passes he picks, it's the, it's the movement. I've seen him get the ball pass and then move into space to receive the ball, but we're not playing to his strengths either. There's so many times he was coming for the ball, wanting the ball, didn't get the ball, or he went backwards to Cooper or something yeah. like that, you know. But he is he is he's a class player. The Campbell I don't quite get. I mean, I know I know Campbell is somebody who. He's been a big player for Luton last season, but again, he's an anchor man. He's a ball-winning player. Yeah, I'm, I, mate, I'm the, I'm the other way. way. I'm more of a Campbell fan than I have Nora in a minute, and I've seen not Are much. Yeah, really, mate. Even yeah, Campbell, Campbell, Campbell's better player. Cam, he Campbell, is, but at the Campbell's moment, I would say Monks leads, and he was like trying to tell the team to push up. He clearly didn't have the fitness to do it, but he was like there was times where he was trying to press and mm. looking back at thinking. Well, I've got but, no one expressing it. Yeah. Hang on. We've got some, got some Twitter messages with you boys. Ain't before you space. before you, before you, you do that, Mickey, I just want to just have a little check-in. Dan, are you okay? Because you look like you're so depressed <laughs> sitting there yeah, listening to this. No, I just want to check I'm... in. We're all good, all of us? Yeah, Everyone's no, I'm, okay. good. I'm, We're I'm all quite good. enjoying it. I'm, I'm just looking <laughs> right. what's happening on Twitter. So, you know, right. I'm just so, I'm enjoying it. It's been quite a good listen. So, Paul Monkhouse, number seven, says, the players play to instruction, end of crap tactics, crap formation, Playing players out of position, we create absolutely fuck all. It's all yeah. scrapes and half chances. And then he come back with another one and said, after four years at the club, Rowick doesn't get us as a club. End yeah, of this. On. Club used to thrive the, of the noisy, nasty, loud crowd. Now with his crap negativity, he manages to silence us into utter boredom for fuck's sake. Uh, oh, HK. Oh, the nail. Sorry, Mickey. I'm just oh, he's it. nailed it. Nailed it. Absolutely oh, it's, nailed it. It's literally it. everything we wanted to say completely spot and on. Then, and then um, Mr. HK, uh, Denor is the only midfielder who can pick a forward pass, head and shoulders above Mitchell and Campbell. Totally agree with him there. And then Reg Fruity Veggie. That's quite a cool name. Uh, why do people keep saying, who are we going to get instead? Like, Rowett is the best we can get. Any manager who knows how to get a team playing, the ball along the floor will trump him. He doesn't even know how to stop us conceding anymore. And that's all he fucking had, which is true. What he yeah, had was that it, we used to have a great, great defence with him because mm. obviously as a defensive coach and the other fucking three million coaches in the team are all defensive um, coaches. But he ain't even got that now. You know, I'm he gonna, went all out, all out attack today and we fucking, we suddenly just fell apart. And Bart, I don't think Bart was to blame. I think no, Bart he wasn't. had a good no, game wasn't. today. Couldn't do anything I'm gonna, any of them three goals. I'm going to... Uh, Connor has come in with one of the quotes of the of the evening. Uh, I'm just putting it on the screen now. I'm going to say, are we missing the Peckham Pirlo? Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, the, the problem is, and, and on a serious note, yeah, on, on a serious note, George Evans... Wasn't playing. No, no, he wasn't playing. No, 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 no. He wasn't playing. He wasn't getting any game time. So he's been shipped out, and we've signed another midfielder who is now getting game time. But he's no. Uh, to me, Campbell is someone that the club have wanted. He comes highly rated. People, I don't know a lot about him. I've, I've only, I only go on what I hear and what I've seen other supporters tweet and other clubs and you guys and this, that, and the other. I'll be honest with you. I think I don't think he. I think he looks weak. He's clearly not fit. 
Mm. And I just don't see I don't see what value he's brought. I, I might be re- I'll really maybe prove wrong and, and give it a, looks weak. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He looks weak to me. He looks he just doesn't he, look he doesn't, like he doesn't I won't go as far as say he doesn't look interested, but he's certainly got no kind of passion. I was from what I hear about everyone you know, said about how good Campbell was and how feisty he was as a player, I was expecting to go in there and like you know win start smashing smash people. Start like, smashing yeah, people. Really like taking it to the teams, winning the ball back and, you know, turn over possession and make things happen. But all I can see him do is run around the pitch and very rarely puts any tackles in. No fuckers fit. Everyone there, we're, we're what, five <laughs> games into the season? Is it five, six games into the season? And this we've is had two that, weeks off. I mean, that Bristol City manager said. Yeah, we've had yeah. two seasons. We've had two mm. fucking weeks off with people doing other di- other bits and pieces where they've been international or whatever it is and all that lot. But we're not fit. There is mm. not one player out there who looks as if he's fit. To, actually, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. Well, you fucking tell me, mate. They seem to get injured more than anything else. I would say that Bart looked fit and mm. Bart looked good. He looked as if he's been keeping himself in trim and everything else. But the rest of them. I don't think I could put you know what? any of them at all. I might mate. sound old saying this year, but what do that what do that should do in training these days? Because like in the old days, like training was, was about about running, it's about fitness. You know, you should do a bit of so do some drills, but a lot of it's about putting your work in, putting your running in, doing your sprints, doing that sort of stuff. I've seen a couple of mill training sessions, and it's all just sort of tactical stuff, ball, you know, keeping ball possession and a few little drills like that. They don't, they don't really work that hard. It seems like the only match fitness they get is from playing matches and games, which is fine. But if, like you say, if you haven't played a game for two weeks, what the hell are they doing behind the, behind the scenes? I mean, I'm hoping they're playing games between themselves, like against the under-21s maybe or something like that. But even though, even they do that, they're probably doing it for like a 10, 20-minute game. End of their full 90 minutes, you know? No, sorry. I don't know if you guys have seen it, the comment on the screen from David. Dan, just in case late in the night and your mind is racing, Samaritan's telephone number is 116123. Say safe. Um, thank you for thank you for looking out for the panellists, David. It's very much... still there? Thank you. You still there, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, Ooh, I'm just thinking about what I might be... Uh, what, what Do you know what, Why? Go, go... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Go... Go back. There was a comment there a minute ago from Danny. I think on one set. Mick, do you want to do you want to carry on with that because it's, this yeah, is yeah, doing just, my head in. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> I'm trying there. to keep. I'm right. trying to keep up with it, and it's just doing my head in. So basically, the atmosphere today was shit for a Leeds game. Totally, utterly. Well, I disagree, there, Danny. I, I think the atmosphere was there. Shut the up! Hour. What game were you at? Did you have too <laughs> much fucking the first hour of the game? <laughs> Are you on drugs? <laughs> The first hour of the game, I think Millwall fans, we were trying to make an announcement. We were trying to make something of it. But naturally, it all fucking got killed out of us, didn't it? When the second goal went in. You're off your head. You are... You are... You're not here, the, 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 the fans... Fuck up, Joe. Right. Surely someone in the comments... Shut the fuck up, Joe. Fans, they try their best. <laughs> Anyway, I, if you listen, I, right, Joe, hang on, hang on, hang on, Joe, right? Yeah. You're the same age as me, right? Well, so you've been, no, 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 no legend about it. Yeah. You, in fact, you're older than me, right? Are you honestly telling me that other Leeds games you've been to rival today? No, 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 right, no, no. Then. right then. No. So if no other Leeds game you've been to rival today, today's atmosphere was shit. 
But I don't, I wouldn't say, okay, maybe for, sorry, I'm reading that sentence properly. The atmosphere was shit today for a Leeds game. Okay, I'm sorry, I stand corrected there. Danny, you're right. For a Leeds game, <laughs> I, don't I don't think the atmosphere was shit. I saw the first four or five words on his, on, his, on his line there, and I was like, what's Danny on about? But, yeah, okay, I get it. For a Leeds game, you're right. But then we, the players give us something to thrive off, don't we? And that wasn't there today. It didn't. It also. It also didn't help though. No, what I would say is, we the first fifteen minutes, it's all us. We started well. We We did. But what did we actually create though? What did we create apart from just pumping long throws in the box and 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 balls in the box? We didn't. What did we do? Yeah, but atmosphere wise, that's not. Oh yeah, that's not criteria, right? Oh mate, we were on. Come on. Get a grip, all of you. Really do need to give your head a fucking wobble, right? Listen, right? The atmosphere, it was Leeds, right? Kickoff was coming up. The atmosphere, <laughs> we were filling up. The atmosphere it was... It was lunchtime kickoff. Oh, well, well, to be, was, hold on a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no Half no. the crowd was stuck outside. There was no atmosphere yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the build-up to the listen, game. Listen, right? <laughs> the atmosphere, right at the beginning of it, was okay, Right? There was a couple of points where the fans started getting on side. You had all the normal songs and everything else and all that. The problem being is that when the referee decisions went fucking drastically about us, it was as if all the fucking day trippers didn't know what to do next and went, oh, that's jolly unfair, referee. What's going on here? Where really, in a normal environment, without being fucking sanitised from the board down and giving us these stupid videos about be nice let's go watch football football's for all no football is where us moody little cunts go to on a saturday for 90 minutes and we put everything what's ever gone wrong to us in the last fucking week we put it to rights to that game that fucking number 10 playing for the opposition you're a dirty fat cunt if i want to call you a dirty fat cunt for the whole fucking game that's what I'm going to do. Because when I leave, I feel better. Right? I'm not saying racism. I'm not saying homophobic. I'm not saying any of that. But come on. If you're getting paid fucking shitloads of money per week, are you really telling me that me calling you a fat cunt is going to upset you? And that's going to fucking just make everybody upset. Come on. Get a grip. The, the, the game's gone mad. I'll chuck it out there, Mickey. Hold on a minute, Ben. Hold on a minute. If that's old school Millwall, that goal gets disallowed because someone's getting on the pitch and he's chasing the ref because it was like a fucking foul on this bit. If that's old school school Millwall, he's so scared to not give that as a foul that it's just never a goal because it was a foul. And someone's getting on the pitch and chasing him. He's so so comfortable with just being it. It's okay. We need yeah. to come and rip off the, video? the lines and everything. We need to cut them see all the, off. No, that's it. Did you see the video from what um, Second Tier Podcast posted? And they're really starting to piss me off. But have you seen the video what Second Tier posted of what the Leeds it? fans of the Leeds fans coming to um, of the Leeds fans coming into the den today? The Leeds players, yeah, yeah, I saw that video. Mate, that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there was more there was more horrible fucking. Venom when Holloway come back and I stood at the time and yeah, okay, fine. You lot say what you ever want. But when I was fan of the board, I stood right inside the cordon 
where they where the players were basically right next to that entrance and some fucking fan whoever it was was a shit shot but threw through an empty bottle of boomers and it just missed my fucking head if you look at the video where you can see a bit more of it you'll see that there's a gazer standing in a green jacket next to the um commercial ticket windows who suddenly ducks rather quickly that was me but we the, don't get any of that. The problem is, Mickey, the problem that's is, our, that's our problem no, now, right? No, no, the, 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 I get that. I get that. And I get that the atmospheres and, you know, and people talk about the, the, the hostile environment and, you know, the players crumbling under pressure. I, I get it. I understand it. And we've it's all, not, we've all seen it, but it's not, yeah, yeah, there's nothing to crumble under because the players and the performances, what, what, what gets you off your seat? What, what realistically yeah, gets you off of I, your seat I, as a I supporter? I'm with Mickey on this, I, I, and as I say that 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 referee decision, if that's old Millwall, there's no way that is not foul on this bit because he would have known he'd been petrified for his life that we'd have got after him if he have if he hadn't have given that decision. Even, even their even their linesmen don't give a shit these days. You see, no. there's no fear that the, the, the players taking throw-ins don't give a fuck about us anymore. No, Under the days when fullbacks are too scared to take a throw-in, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you know what? Do you know what? I would. We need to get that back. We need to get that. exactly, exactly. Do you know what, Ben? With what you're saying there, yeah. Do you know what? I would rather us have five, eight, eight thousand fans in that stadium yeah. of proper, proper wall. And I don't mean throwing shit on the pitch or whatever. I mean proper wall, so yeah. that when someone comes to take a throw-in, they're scared, and that, when that... someone gets off that coach, they're shit in a fucking brick. Because Mickey. right now. We just we 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 filled ourselves up with day trippers and we've lost our identity. There's no way that that does not get given in old Millwall. But no. we've all been Millwall fans for long enough, right? That that in in years gone by, there's no way we are not intimidating the ref enough. No. Not even intimidating the ref enough because it was a foul, but at least being he's shit scared not to give that because he's he's scared that someone's gonna get at him or we're gonna get at him. It was yeah. just. We've gone soft. We've gone soft. Yeah. Also, sorry, what the fuck was that minute silence for today? Uh, they, it was the Red Cross, wasn't it? There was a, a disaster. Oh, Libya, was there, yeah, um, or Morocco. Libya. Morocco. Um, earthquake. And, and Libya or, as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's for the Red Cross. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. So. Oh, we'll let that one go through and set through the shall we? That one's allowed. <laughs> The Mate, problem, right? The pro- you, you, listen, right? Listen, Can we give a minute uh, some report for that or not? Mate, I'm gonna have a hard shit later. Do you know what I mean? Do I get a fucking minute applause for that? But yeah, you know, <laughs> too, much, too much Guinness today, and I'll have a fucking one tomorrow. Listen, I just, I just think that there's, there's too much, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just, but the, the, the problem you've got with things like the minute silence and all of this isn't, isn't Millwall. This is all being dictated to by the FA and the EFL and everyone else and all that lot and so many different things. That video coming out the other day wasn't necessarily what Millwall wanted to put out. It was put out because if it all went wrong today... They got so they, they got to they got they get no, out close. Yeah, they got to get no, out close. Yeah, they had no worry to worry about it because it didn't seem to go, go all wrong. But if it had gone all wrong today, mm. then that's their get out because they've gone, well, we've tried, we've done this, we've done that. And that's it. And that's where we are now. It's about protecting yourself rather than things. So because of all of that, they would rather have all the day trippers. I mean, you know, today in CBR Lower, amount of people standing in the in the thingy, mate, 
amount of times that English wasn't even a, a native tongue you were hearing, mate, it was, you know, people ain't got a clue who, who our left back is compared to our right back. I mean, to be fair, nor do I, but it, it's just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it, it, well, I had to say it before one of you lot or someone in the comments, <laughs> right? Um, I just think that it's just absolutely mental, right? The, That's what the club wants, isn't it? It is. But and the, you've got to ask yourself, right, what do you want? And it's like with the club, what do you want, club? Do you want mid-table, sanitised, Millwall and bore the shit out of people? But you're going to be able to sell tickets to a lot of day trippers and fill your stadium up with people who will, you know, wave a flag or wave a banner or wave a scarf or whatever it is. It's there. Or do you want us? Because if you want us, there is no in-between. So don't sit there at the next time we've got a big game and go, we need the 12th man and we need you to do this and we need it to be this and we need it to be that. Because if that's what you want, then put me in the dressing room before a game and I'll tell the coach what it is. Because <laughs> the thing is, playing for this team is about is about giving 110%. I couldn't give a fuck if you got beat 20-0 today. But if every player out there looked, <laughs> wanted to be on that pitch, then I'm happy with that. That's, that's as the long thing. as we went out there and we went through some of their fucking that's the thing, you know, you their know, midfielders. You look, you look at Gary Rowett. What do you think? What do you think Rowett says in the team tools? Do you think he gets the lads up for it? <laughs> to be honest, like I listen to half the stuff he says after game. I haven't listened to Leeds one. I'll probably listen to it before I go to bed because that'll probably send me off to sleep, no doubt. Like <laughs> it doesn't get you up for it, does it? Like right. the way that, he just speaks, he's, does he's it? Not, he's what not the motivator, is he? He's not someone who's going to galvanise and. Get what was the point of that video what, as well? What I would say in his defence, you lads are obviously all there today. Obviously, I watched it on telly, but it, it, every time he, he was doing his nut, he wasn't, Who was? Who he, was? He, he wasn't sat there just placid and not really interested. He was doing his nut. So yeah, he's probably paid Sky for that, doesn't he? he works for him. So he probably said, get some shots of me looking angry. So the cameras on. You can probably see the cameras on him. And that's why he's on the big yeah, screen. But, mate, what I'm trying to get is like, you, we can dig him out for everything, but. Uh, Hang I on, hang on. I, I hang can't on, have that on Ben. Hang on, Ben. Gaddy, if you can hear me, get back in the car now, mate, okay? And fuck off. <laughs> shit. And I don't give a shit, right? Enough's enough. Come on, Ben. You've got to admit to this now. I'm not around out, but where do we go from here? He, 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 he obviously can't motivate the players. Every big game we've had, <clears throat> he's he's ruined it. He's ruined the atmosphere. Well, I mean, what Dan stacked from earlier, we've had four wins in 15 games at the Den. Four wins in 15 the, games at the Den. I'll get that. So I'll we, get, we, I'll we, get, we, hold on a minute. Totally hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You, yeah, you can't, it's, you, it, you cannot put everything down to Gary Rowett. I understand his football and his tactics are not are not great. All right, uh, right Stephen. Oh, he's already, he's already had, he's, he's bottled it already. You're no, already just someone, someone phoned <laughs> me. Um, all right, Stephen, on that, right? You it, can't it's not all, all no, no, Gary no. Rowett. It's not. Okay, 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 Stephen. It's not all Gary Rowett. Whose fault is it? I think it's a combination of Gary Rowett and the players. Yeah, I think. I, you, I, I think it's. A, I think. What players? Who do you think don't want to fucking be on that pitch? 
It's not. Uh, hold on. It's not. I'm not saying that they don't want to be on the pitch. I'm just we're saying that level of up, level of level. <laughs> okay, okay. Level of performances. We're talking about level of performances. Billy Mitchell's level of performance has not been good enough this season. Zian Fleming's performances have not been good enough this this season. Murray Wallace's performances have not been good enough this season. They're three players that have played. A lot of games for this for this okay Fleming okay it's his second season but I played quite a lot of games for this for this football club. Billy Mitchell's come through the academy. In my opinion, I don't think the three of them have been good enough. I don't think we've seen enough. I don't. I'm not. And I, this is the next category of players who I'm trying to be lenient towards because I think players like Bradshaw, like. Um, um, I'll fill Cooper in in that bracket. Just I, think, because, um, no, I haven't touched him. No, he keeps getting someone him. Uh We'll put, put Bradshaw into uh, along with Bradshaw. We'll go with like Cooper in that bracket as well. Mate, how how can you stick Bradshaw in there? He scored seventeen goals for us last year. That's, that's that was Stephen's contribution. That, that was this is now. Yeah, but yeah, but mate, you also need there needs to be some credit in the bank. Brad, Brad Bradshaw then is is a poor man's Nisbet. I don't necessarily disagree with that statement, Joe. I'm, I actually don't necessarily disagree with that. But we but can't ben, be digging Brad out ben, you, for our poor performances. Ben, is, is what you're saying here that, you know, we can't just put loyalty in the bin, but is that where our problems are coming from? Because we're sticking with too many players that you have been yeah, for such a long that. time. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. Because people like Murray Wallace, for example, I love Murray. You all know that. He was on our table for the end of season awards. I love him. But I think we need to move on from players like that. I think we really do. But Bradders is not our problem, lads. Bradders is not our problem. Hold on. No, totally uh, before I got, I got cut off there, I'm not saying Bradshaw is part of the problem. That's not what I'm saying. But Tom Bradshaw scored 17 goals last year. And someone can fact check this. But those 17 goals come in about 10 games, 11 games out of yeah. 46 league games. We scored six in two games. So, yeah. Now, yeah. now. I'm not. I'm. I. I have a lot of time for Bradshaw. He works incredibly hard, and I'm not saying that he's part of the problem. But you cannot have a a striker in the in the championship when you're when all the noise is coming out from the management and the board that you know we want to get promoted, we want to be a top six club. You cannot have a striker that essentially doesn't score for over thirty games of a league season. Okay, you can't. So you I, I can't. Two, twofold here, right? I would say. There's a fine line between a Millwall-type player that we all bark on about, we all love, and having a Tom Bradshaw, or having a Tom Bradshaw out there today that didn't really do much, he had one opportunity, or a Kevin Nisbet who didn't do anything. Right, but the, difference is, both, right? but the difference is, the difference is, yeah, the, the chance that Bradshaw had, he should have squared it. If he squares it, Nisbet scores and we equalise. What, he's, he's the second half, he should have squared right. it. Yeah, he should have squared no it. Chart, mate. He no, should have squared no, it. No, sorry. No, well, okay. Uh, okay, but then if you look at Leeds' second goal, the goal that they pass it back around the goalkeeper and it ends up falling to, to um, Piro to, what, to have a tap in. fell over? But he still passed it. He was trying to pass it. He didn't it. pass it. That was a shot. He fell over. He didn't I'm pass it. He fell listen, over. Listen, right? Fuck all this fucking making up for this and making up for that. The fact of the story is... Right, they've known we're going to be playing Leeds today since the twentieth of June. Mickey, right? it's not about Leeds though. It's not no, about no, being playing for Leeds. No, it's not. No, 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 it is because no, it's, it's not. Can. No, it it's is not. Because, listen, it's not with the players being shit. No, 
But Rowett and that team of players knew we were playing Leeds today. And he decided that playing Leeds at home made sure that we needed to go a back five and three defensive midfielders were done fuck all with the ball, who didn't look as if they even wanted the ball at their feet. Yeah. And okay, I can understand why he did that. He thought that maybe it would hold up their midfield. But that's great. But just let me know what are you going to do with that. It's okay holding up their midfield, and we were doing a good job of it. But how are we supposed to win a game? I'll tell you how we're supposed to win a game is change the fucking lineup and don't play back five at home and go for it a little bit more. Have a bit of trust in your players, have a bit of fucking belief in your ability as a manager and go for it. Don't sit there and fucking play for a draw at home and go, we'll play for a draw. And then the 75 minute, we'll have a bit of luck and we're breaking on the counter attack because that's pretty much all Leeds did to us, mate. They went for it, three shots on goal, three counter-attacks, three goals. The first goal was probably the best bit of football in that game up to that point. I, I don't disagree, but the problem the mate, problem clinical, is clinical. the problem is is the fact that we have a manager that doesn't have a system, he doesn't have a best eleven, and we don't have a plan B. Every week, every single week. No, but every single week last year, when we moved to the four, in, when we moved to the uh, four-two-three-one, we could pretty much nailed on say, I would say nine or ten of the starting eleven. You knew who was going to play in the holding role. You knew who was going to play in the attacking midfield position. You knew and, the goalkeeper. You know the defenders. Yes, this season. This season, we chop and change. It, we try this player. We try that player. We try this tactic. We try one up front. We try two up front. We've had Fleming on the left. We've had Fleming central. We've but, had but, SA at centre mid. Steve, it don't... didn't do it last season as well. Didn't Gary Rabbit tinker quite a bit the first sort of five, ten games? Yeah, and it didn't work. Uh, it didn't work. Yeah, so why I go back to it now? I know. Why do it what again? We, know, what we're going to do, what we're going to do in a couple of games' time, he's going to sit there and move back to a back four or a back three. What he did last and season, isn't it? Exactly yeah. what he did last season. And then we're going to start playing well. And then, and he's then going to sit there and go, actually, oh, yeah, 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 of course. Of course he will. That, that's, that's the way he yeah. is. I mean, Frankie, look, look, you know, if, if you're one of the 8,000 proper wall, what stops you creating an atmosphere before because 4,000 extra are there? Mm, true. What does, you know, it doesn't make sense. No, what doesn't make sense is, is that when you've got, 4,000 or 8,000 proper wall there, everyone sings in unison, everyone sits there and they're on the same page. So when a tackle goes in, everyone's on it. Rather than at the moment, if you've got four, if you've got 8,000 fans, 2,000 in each part of the stadium around, they're not going to create an atmosphere because they're all going to be segregated. They're all going to be at different points. As you heard today, the certain bits and pieces, you'll have a, a song starts over there and then all of a sudden, the South Stand will pick it up and hear it and they'll start doing after they've done it or, or vice versa and all that. I'm talking, you know, go back to the Huddersfield game when we had Huddersfield at the diet night in the playoff. That was vile. That was that was pure evil. And that's what today should have been about. And it weren't. It just wasn't like that at all. Um, but you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that with having no patterns of play and yeah. no style of football. Mm -hmm. I I have 
I, I said just before we come on to Dan at the Norwich after the Norwich game, I had had enough. I was absolutely, I was pissed off. I'd sat there and watched ninety minutes of absolute dross, and on the way home, just completely had enough. And I, and after that, he brought in Norton Cuffey, he'd brought in Campbell and. Uh, who was the other one, Campbell and um, Longman, and thought, right, okay, he's brought in some players. We got a result against Stoke. We got a battling point against Birmingham, which we all would have taken. You think, right, you've got two weeks. I know players went on international duty, but it wasn't the whole squad. You've got two weeks to galvanise this team and come up with a game plan and a way to beat Leeds United at home. And if the plan that he had worked on for two weeks I know I, he would have known who he would have wanted providing players come back fit if that was the best plan that he could come up with to play with three defensive midfielders that sit in front of a back five I'm sorry but that is not good enough and that is not going to get me off of my seat I don't think it's going to get any of the listeners off of their seat and it's not going to get anyone to really want to call, create an atmosphere Steve, I went into Steve, the game can I, can, can I kind of say we had a corner after 32 seconds yeah, yeah that's, that's from a, that's from a centre that got kicked up. The defender fell yeah, to clear it and went out for a corner. Right, so now, so now, now we're getting nitpicky. You were saying no, 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 Ben, front, Ben, ben, foot, ben now we're, now we're, we're on. The, we're on the front. We were on the front foot for ten minutes, but as soon as Leeds scored, what happened? Yeah, but they they, they scored from a counter attack. Yeah, it don't matter. We, we, what happened? We, yeah, but right. So that's what, that's what we're now over analysing every game to say. Oh, yeah, I don't think we are though. Well, you, no, no, we're we not, Ben. We, no, we, we're we, not, we, ben. We, ben. Ben, 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 Ben. <laughs> Do you think that that uh, Leeds on that counter attack, they just, considering that we had three defensive midfielders and a back five, that they walked through there as if a hundred percent, as not if we much. just basically went. Thanks not. very much for the. Thanks very much for that bribe, mate. We just opened up. We just paid no. like the fucking <laughs> the thing he says, mate. I'm, really. Mate. Mate, no, I'm not saying that at all. What we, what we're saying is we weren't on the front foot, so the crowd weren't up for it, blah, blah, blah. What I'm trying the first 15 minutes, we were a better team and we were on the front foot. We had a yeah, agreed. after 32 Yeah, minutes, agreed. So we were on the front foot and they scored on a counter-attack. Yeah, agreed. A great goal. So we're now saying we're moaning about us not being on the front foot to get the crowd into it. The old, the, the, the bill and end of is the crowd isn't what it used to be. That's... Mickey, I agree with you. We're, that that's the be all and end all of that argument. But we can't say, but it's because the crowd or we weren't on the front foot. The players weren't. On, we were the best team for the fi- first fifteen. All right, minutes. All right, yeah, right. but fifteen. Hold, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Fifteen minutes. But we can't be on the front foot for ninety minutes. We can't. Ask, that's not what happens, Steve. No, 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 no. It's not what happens, but. What does happen is that how many times over, I'm not going to talk about under route, but how many times through growing up watching Millwall at home have we come on strong in the second half and given teams an absolute battering? Right, so we're no, kicking right, home. Now, hold on, hold on. Uh, no, hold on. No, hold on. No, no. I'm not saying it needs to be the second half. What I'm saying is, is that we didn't make 15 minutes of having the crowd on our side and having the ball and having possession. We didn't, we didn't we make the most the of it. So we gave up. But we gave up. It's no, not good what? enough. We went one nil down. We went one nil. We didn't give up. We went one nil down. Listen, listen, right? Imagine, imagine, I don't know. Imagine, uh, I don't know, the playoff team or the uh, a team maybe a little bit before that. But the last real good leaders in the team. If that was us, then Morrison, someone like Morrison, maybe Robbo, Harris, etc., would have grabbed that ball out of the net 
and fucking gestured to the crowd to say, fucking come on, boys, give it with us and run back to the halfway line to put that ball on the pitch and then let's go for it. And that would have drawn in people fucking, the crowd would have been drawn in and gone. We've got no leaders in the team, mate. We've got no one in that team who, you know, it's all right coming out. I mean, fuck me, I can sit there and come out and give you, you know, oh, yeah, no, I get, you know, oh, yeah, it's really great. Gary said all the right things to me, and I love the fact that you're after me, and, and, and yeah, I understand what Millwall's about and all that, lot, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that too for 10, 15 grand a week in my pay pocket. I can tell you it's everyone. I mean, people like <laughs> Teddy Sheringham, as, as every team he's gone to, has told people how much, you know, he's loved the club and he's supported them for years and all this lot. It is. The fact of the matter is, right, Gary Rowett could walk in and take Pep's job tomorrow and they'd get the cunts relegated. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that with the with the quality right. players that they've got. I don't know about getting relegated. But I, I, what I'm what I'm trying to what what I'm getting at, and I, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say that we're not, you know, the it's not the crowd's fault and it's not people always say the crowd needs to be brought into the game by the players. We for 15 minutes or whatever it was, we were we were we were pretty good, and the crowd were on their side, and I get that. But you can't just expect to do it for fifteen minutes. Yes, they no. Went we, and we 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 need to score in that period, Stephen. No, I, I get that. We need to, I, we, I get we they need to scored. I get and I get that they scored, and that did deflate the team, and it deflated the fans. But where's the get up and go? Where's the drive from someone in, in a blue shirt? Where is it to say, right, I'm going to grab this game by the scruff of the net and I'm going to get my team back into this game. I'm going to, I'm going to do something. It doesn't happen. It doesn't no, but, happen. But my point, Stephen, is we're, we're moaning at the players for not getting us off our seats. And I'm saying for 15 minutes of that first half, we were the better side. Yes, they scored in the counter. And then we're going, oh, but we need someone who's going to drag us out of the hole. Of course we do. But, we're now saying we need a fucking centre forward who's going to score 40 goals. We need a centre half that's going to win every header. No. We need a centre midfield who's going to win every tackle. Ben, ben, no, no, we don't need someone to score 40 goals. We're asking for everything. Ben, honestly, we don't need someone to score 40 goals. What we need is someone to score one right. goal. One goal. Yeah, but Mickey, in that 15 game. minutes, that's my point, right? In that 15 minutes, we were brilliant, but we didn't create anything. We, didn't, no, we, 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 we weren't on top, but... We, we, can't, we weren't brilliant, we can't. Though, were we? Because we were brilliant, we were creating a goal. We didn't. No, but, but that's our that's our, that's our level, isn't it? That's what I'm trying against those sort of sides. Leeds mm. who are going to be up there in, in the top four or five at come end of the season. That's mm. my whole point. We're, we're kind of going. We, we no, want us. We, we, we want us to be brilliant against Leeds. Like it's Leeds. Like, right. and, but, but even and, Leeds sat sat back, um, Ben, for that 15 minutes. And we no, we didn't let them, Joe. We got at them. We got at them, right? Yeah, but we couldn't break him down. Still, for for all for all our possession, for all us trying, you know, put balls in the box. What did we actually achieve from it? Well, yeah, but that's, I'm, I'm agreeing. With you. I'm saying not much. But we're also going. But we need someone to drag us through that. Well, yeah. we're not that good to be able to do that. We haven't got any players that have got. A, who have we got to drag us through that? No one. Right, we did, ben, we ben, did, ben, Ben. We did, really, um, we're not that good. We've got Cuffey, who's who's a, a an under twenty one England player. We've mate, got top Essie, sure. I'm not. Do, I'm not under, picking out players. Under, hang on, hang on. Listen, listen. Right, we've got SA, England player. Right, we've got fucking Savile. Island player, we've got fucking what eight or nine international players. You don't get picked to 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 be international to play for your country 
for being shit. So we have got players in that team. Unless you're Harry Maguire. What can play? Two of those three weren't playing at that time. But what I'm saying is, is that there's players on that team what are capable of being able to do. The problem is we just didn't have the belief. It's, it's as if we go, oh, well, that comment was high, high up there. The only reason last season is that we got so many fucking injuries, the team pretty much picked itself. And when it did, the players could play. The players <laughs> no decided was, what they wanted to do. No, and what it was, the players that came in were the players that weren't picked to start that had a point to prove. And therefore, they played, you know, they're, they're all against the team. That's all it is. Which can I just, can I just say... Can I just say to anybody that's still watching this stream, we've been going for an hour and 40 minutes. I, I hold it's, it, it's showing as 87 at the moment. And I, I literally, if I, I tip my hat to you all, because this has been uh, what I would say. And Ben, Mickey, Dan, Joe, I'm not speaking for you as individuals. I'm just speaking as a collective for, for Millwall fans and everybody that's listening. This is what happens when a team is underperforming and underachieving, which we are, in my opinion. We are under, yeah, we're underperforming, yeah. we're underachieving, and it is incredibly frustrating. There's difference of opinions. There's difference of, of you know, which players are playing well, which players are playing poorly. At the end of the day, there's one man who is paid to make the decisions on this football club. And at the moment, he is being paid and he is making the wrong decisions because he is setting us up wrong. And unfortunately, yeah. I am not I'm not someone who wants, you know, offer their head and all that. But unfortunately, if Rower is too stubborn to change from a five at the back, even to the point where he plays a young, bright attacking player at left wing back because he refuses to change from a five back, it, it, it at a point where you're two nil down anyway, what's the point of playing five at the back? Mm. Then unfortunately, there needs to be a change. And yeah. the whole, I'm sure the listeners, uh, there's a comment that's just come up there from Danny. Great stream, boys. It's like therapy. It does feel like therapy because sometimes you just need a massive, massive rant because today was not good enough for me. It was not good enough from when the team was announced to full time. There were glimpses. There were moments. We had a, a spell, uh, you know, a good spell in the game and, you know, the, the you know, a chance, a shot on goal, you know, but, but you know, Steve, we, day, we can't moan about everything. We moan about the fans, we moan about the players, we moan about the manager. There's got to be a bit of, well, it's not everyone. you. Okay. No, you, okay. So you tell, you tell me then, Ben, you tell me at the moment, what is there to be positive about from a Millwall perspective? We gotta be a little bit realistic. This league is no, 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 no. Do we no, think? No, no, no. Do we, no. Do we think? Stop, stop coming up with excuses, Ben. No. What right? is I'm there to be positive? But you are. You're going. Look at this what league. Look at this league. This, this league. United are a Premier League team. And so we, we, we I'm not saying we expect. Mate, come on, today, mate. Look at look at our record against Premier League teams in the FA Cup. Come on, we at least put up a fight. They none of them came to the dead. Am I being positive, Ben, or is everyone just digging me out? Ben, you say you're being positive. Tell me, what is there to be positive about our season at the moment? No, well, well, we have won two games, mate. It's not like we've, we've lost all fucking six games in the league. Do you know what I mean? We have won two games. It hasn't been great, but what I'm trying to get at is we, we're, we're, we're moaning about fans not getting into it because the players don't get us up off our seats. But the first 15 minutes, we were brilliant. Oh, but Leeds scored in the counter. So we're going to counteract that argument with they scored in the counter because they're better than us. 
we can't moan about absolutely everything. Like, we need, there needs to be some perspective in everything we say, right? This comment here, it was was boring. It was boring until Ben and Mickey come on. Well, I tell you what, Dan and Joe, we'll (laughs) just piss off. And let, and Ben, right, here we go. Okay, um, right, so Gary Rowett, positive or negative on you? Where are you with Gary Rowett? Positive or negative? Good, or uh, can I say average? Okay, <laughs> players. <laughs> I, 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 players, I would actually say it's our best squad we've probably ever... I'm 33. I think it's probably our best squad we've ever had. Yeah, you, you drink too much. Um, <laughs> fans. You think you think that the fans are... Shit, shit, shit. Uh, are good. Shit, shit. I, I can't even... <laughs> signings. <Yeah>. Signings. <clears throat> um, again, I think when you look at the players, you sign someone from a Champions League team, you sign someone from Ajax. I think as good as it's going to get, really. Premier League team in Fulham. Yeah, I, 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 what, what, what more do we want? From we from, sorry, who have we signed from Fulham? Joe Brian. Brian. Yeah, who was the Ajax player? Well, Fleming. Well, what, Fleming? Well, Ajax Academy. Uh, I, was, was he about 12 at the time, though, when he played for Ajax? <laughs> Did he not play there for about six years? Right, Ajax Academy, sorry. <laughs> The North so Champions it, but... League, Champions League experience. Like, what, what? Who did we sign under Neil ben, Harris? It was better than the ben, signings we've had. Ben, Ben, if my fucking nan Ed Wills should be a bike, doesn't mean should be a. If Martin had bollocks, should be my uncle as well. Well, that could well work up Manchester, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> right, lads, know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you all two questions here. So the first one is: We now have four games between. Is it four or five? We've got. Rotherham, West Brom, Swansea, Plymouth and Hull. We've got five. So we've got five games for the next international break. How many points are we getting out of these next five games? And will Gary Rowett still be the manager after that Hull game? Three and yes. Straight in. Where, where are the three points coming from, Ben? We're going to beat Plymouth 4-0 just because you're going. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make that six-hour coach journey back. If, more if, we don't, if we don't beat Rotherham on Wednesday, what happens then? Nothing. Rowett's not getting sacked, is it? Like, Rowett's not getting sacked. So we draw or lose to Rotherham, who are what, second or bottom at the moment? You've got to look Surely. at it, right? No, you lot are missing the point. The point of the fact is, yeah, have you not clocked yet that the club, unless... Unless it really starts turning nasty, the club don't fucking care on our opinion. Mm. All the club worry about is mid-table. When they look at Rowett, he's pretty much on paper one of our best managers. He's the most mid-table championship manager you could ever get, I think. And he is probably, uh, they've got him at a steal. And if they had to go out and look (laughs) at anyone else, who the fuck would you want to be the caretaker manager while Steve, they get rid of him. Steve, you're just getting Stephen Reed. Yeah, what's Morrow doing? What's, Come is, on. Is Morrow still at church? Stephen Reed. Well, Morrow's at Hornchurch, mate. He's a bit. Is, is he still there. at Hornchurch? He's been sacked because we're having. No, no, they're doing well, mate. They're doing quite well, actually. They're doing very well. They've won six Morrow's in. That's what I'm saying. He's not what we need. We need Stephen Reed. Someone who's a bit more with it, playing at a higher level. I need Muscat. He's currently first team coach at Nottingham Forest. He's been involved with, with international football as well. 
No, you stop rambling on about Stephen Reid. Tell me how many points are we getting for our next five games for the next international break? Fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) I said that we want to beat Rotherham. Let know everyone else. Six games because he's going to. He's going to. We're going to win the league if we get six points out of the next five. We're going to get six points. We're going to get six points out of the next five purely because Rowett has a way of when the pressure mounts on him, he manages to fucking win it off someone's left bollock in the fucking, you know, in the 97th <laughs> minute. That's what, that will, that's what's going to happen. We're going to get two wins in late time, or we're just going to get, you know, and, and hold off. And that's how it's going to be. I mean, Rotherham, uh, Rotherham earlier on was sending, um, posted a message out on Twitter of a, of a blind football team, you know, making a scramble in the goal saying, this is how shit we are at the minute. Um, don't worry, boys. You'll probably get you'll you'll get all three points from us because we are that shit. Who's the bad? God, right. fan on Twitter. All oh, right, okay. Stephen, right, yeah. how many do how many do you think? Seven points. Seven. Wow. Wow. Okay. Two wins and a draw. Uh, I'll go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five and go for uh, a win and and two draws. Um, I'm going to change the direction of this just for a brief moment and mention the um, that Millwall podcast community fantasy league, oh. um, which seems to find everyone that's got West Ham players is all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in on that. Um, no, yeah, no. There's there's two there's two people on this group scumbags, right? Who um, unfortunately. Just, just in case you don't know who they are, I will, uh, I, I will show you who they are. I mean, Joe's come off of the; he's turned his camera off, so he's just absolutely thrown me under the bus here. So basically, uh, Stephen and Joe think it's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> Hello, Ben. To Hello, Ben. Have, <laughs> have West Ham players in their team. It's not. The simple facts of the matter is it isn't. What we want you to do in the comments <laughs> is to come up with a forfeit for these two to do because we think it's totally unacceptable. We did a Twitter poll what said, no, you can't have a rival in your team, a player in your team, yet they think that it's perfectly all right. So, you know, is it oh, is it not okay? And I suppose the other thing you can put in your comments as well is your predictions for Rotherham as well. Might as well get some um, comments going in Mickey, there. Mickey, the only player, the only player we could literally, and this is not even, this is like 5% only, would be Eze. And that, that is that is at an absolute push. There's no one else you could have. Right. Well, as... as, <laughs> as, as Tom as Kings, was... he's at Wolves. Tom, go Tom Kings. <laughs> as I was saying... Um, at the moment, Alfie Irvin is first, Alex Robson second, and Joe, not Joe from the podcast, he hasn't got a surname on here, on 326, 325 and 324 points, respectively. Dan, who's been giving it the big and saying, oh, I need some competition from the podcast, boys, is now, only a, week, yeah. is now only a point ahead of me, so and stay ben, in your lane. Ben, Ben's there as well. Ben's, yeah, Ben's but, joint on 303 with you. Ben's a... F- Ben's but mate, I'm, I'm, I haven't got any West Ham players. I'm, I'm clear of that tiny club. Oh, so it's just me and you then? Stephen's yeah. band. Yeah, Stephen, uh, Stephen has them. And Joe. I mean, if we're going to... Don't think I'm going to be thrown under this bus on my own. 
Joe sat there all quiet. He even hid his face cam when he was hid his face cam. Not even quiet. He was getting them all in. Paul Prowse is going in. Kurt yeah, Zoom was going in. He was chucking them all in. There you go. Someone's just commented here on the on the YouTube. Well, not mind Ward Prowse though. There you go. See, there are people that 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 find it acceptable. So what playing for us or in the in the no, in, in the, 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 the Ward Prowse wants to sign. He can be my guest. And Bowen as well. Bowen, no. Yeah, he'd do all right. Left wing back. Yeah. And. Um, as as um, Mickey said, a couple of comments are going up, coming up in the chat about a prediction for Wednesday. I'm sure we'll do another show where it is a little bit more uh, or less chaotic, shall we say, and a little bit more um, uh, structured. But before we uh, perhaps wrap it up, uh, can I get a prediction? We'll start with Mickey first for Rotherham on Wednesday. Okay, Mickey's ignoring me. So no, ben... no, no. I, I reckon, <laughs> I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go two nil. To Millwall. Yeah, yeah. It's of course. Yeah. Ben. Yeah, I was going to say two nil as well. Joe. I reckon it's going to be nil fucking nil. Dan. Shit. Fuck it. Let's shake off negative. Dan. Three nil. Come on, Millwall. So <laughs> just to, just to clarify, we have just spent about Get an up, hour and fifty minutes and absolutely slating everyone and anyone that we can, and all the views have gone. I mean, apart from Joe, have gone for a positive result. That's come that's on, that's what. To, come on, because it's the hope that kills you. Yeah, it's the hope that kills you. All right, all right. I've, I've just been dug work. out for being positive. You've just, you've all just <laughs> told me to stop. <laughs> I'm will... Ben. Let's let's quieter, really. Oh, yeah, as soon as he's had a drink, he gets all leery, doesn't he? And, Do you know the yeah, thing is, we're going to win the league, and you're all going to be eating your words. No, there's a comment. Hang on, there's a comment. Hold on, before we before we go, I will I will stick with this positivity then, just for you, Ben. I will say a two-one will win. If we don't beat Rotherham, we need to pack it up. We'll beat <laughs> dirty Yorkshire. We'll beat them. We'll beat right. two nils. Two nils. Pessimistic. I could, right. could be four. Ben, what's your forfeit then if we don't win? You seem so confident. It only seems right. What What would you yeah. do if we don't I'll win? I'll do a Jaeger bomb if you sat at West Brom. I mean, we was going to do one of them anyway, so. Right. They're, they're, Two of them. Off, didn't you? Off, Steve. No, ask a, ask a random person in the bar that you go right. into for mm. a, a drink of their choice. That's what you have to do, Ben. Right. We... There's G, GC. I don't know who GC is. There's only one G, GC I, I know, <laughs> but I don't think she's... um. She's a Millwall fan. She'll be watching. Um, do we have leaders? No, we lost to Leeds. Do we? Do we have leaders? No, we lost to Leeds team three nil. Who, who have a sixty million front three? Calm down, lads. No, the difference is, is that every time Leeds ever come to the Den in past, we've always taken it to them, regardless of who they've got there, whether or not you know they've got a great. A great team, a fucking semi-shit team or whatever it is. And it doesn't matter how good the money is. If the players have the heart and the belief, then we can beat anyone on their day. We've, we've proved it over numerous amounts of FA Cups and all that. Lot. It, it's it, it's been proven. It doesn't it doesn't matter um, <laughs> at all what it is. Yeah, remove your fight. So um, there was no fight today, full stop, 100%. Um, I think it's also I would a combination. Have, do you know what? I'd agree with Danny there, mate. I'd have Harry Maguire on our team, mate. He can't fucking do any worse, could he? 
I think it's it's not just I, I I agree you know Leeds is front three sixty million this that and the other and they've got Premier League players I, I understand that and I'm not you, you can't expect miracles I get that but I think this compelled with how we've actually started the season and and the level of performances four goals in seven games we've shipped more than three in on three occasions the the performances haven't been good I just think it's just adding up and it's just becoming more and more of a problem. That each passing week, you know, the news has broke about Sarkic. We haven't spoke about it. He's potentially out for, I don't know, he could be potentially out for months. It's just everything is adding up to a combination of we are not in a good place at the moment. And potentially, I don't know, I don't know which one of you said it earlier on, or but but Rotherham is potentially looking like a bloody a, a six pointer already. It's a game. There's pressure on it because we have to go and win it. I just hope we don't wait until near the end of the season where we're fucking hovering in relegation zone, and then they decide to try and get rid of Rowett. I just think you know now's the time. You know we've got we've got a whole season ahead of us. Get rid, get someone else in, and let's fucking go again. Do you know what I mean? Ain't gonna happen. But listen, um, yeah, ain't gonna happen. But yeah, hang on one second. Let's get through some of these comments because these people are taking the time to comment. Let's just do these. Frankie, I'm not saying these fans. I just personally, on a personal issue, I just think that all these day trippers and everything else just they're they're just it, it just causes problems. We've seen problems today with some of them. There's been kickoffs with them. They just they they are a nightmare. Some of them uh, and day trippers just are. You know, it is what it is. It's not my personal choice with day trippers, but I understand why the club really likes them because they spend more in the club shop, they spend more in the club, they spend more money than what most you know day to day fans do. So I understand that. Um, going on almost two hours, uh, great result, punch in the guts. Um, yeah, no, totally agree with you. Good streams, it's like therapy. Thank you very much, Danny. Um, First 15 minutes and did not take advantage of them. Yep, that's completely true. Millwall 5, Rotherham nil. Great one. We've just raised that one. Um, we don't know how long for Sarkic <clears throat> out for. Rowett did initially say two to three games. Mm-hmm. Now it's looking it could be a bit longer from what we hear. So, yeah. Quad injury. Again, quad injury. What the fuck is wrong with our training pitch? But then again, we need the new one and the need one, new one needs to get built quick. That's a different story there. Who takes over from that? We'll come to that at the end before we... Um, Stephen Reid. Before we go. Shut up, Stephen. He ain't going to come here, mate. There is... You've got more chance, mate, of, of you know, Prince Andrew coming to being our new manager than him, mate. Do you know what I mean? Um, many thanks for that one, David. Uh, agree, David. Nice ones. Thanks, Danny. Um, ben, that uh, Exian come down to is going to be is Xanax. Xanax. <laughs> um, we beat Middlesbrough because my nan's bingo team could beat them at the moment. Uh, ben, you are being positive. The others are many old farts. Thanks for that one, fella. Who said that? Get that bloke on the podcast permanently. <laughs> Harris had better signings than Gary Rowett. Um, let's go. Leeds United are a premier team. Uh, no, they are a championship. Well said. Um, Oliver says six points. Uh, all these years on still almost half the side are Harris's signings. That's a fair point, I suppose, to be fair. 
Uh, Rao, we'll not be going anywhere. Absolutely necessary, unless absolutely necessary. 100% agree with you there. Back in the day, Harris or Murrow smashes some cunt today and gets the fans into it. I can't remember a tackle today. The amount of games we lose and not one player gets a yellow is a disgrace. Absolutely. Three, three defensive midfielders on not one proper yeah. tackle. Lose to midfield, the fans will turn. Mm, maybe. Um, never it's seen such game. regular full houses at the den. Uh, where are we? Murrow could do one. I agree with you there. Morrison, you've got to be joking. No way. Absolutely. Well, agree with you there. Bring back Wisey. Wisey wouldn't come back. We might do, but I don't know. Uh, yes. 12 points. Who would, Mickey, wow. who, would, who, would you, who would you think about I'll them, come Mickey? to that in a minute. I'll come to that in a minute. Let's just get Honestly, at this point, I'd have one of you lads. I could send my football manager CV in if, you, if, if needed. Well, that got out Wait, of my, my job, my, so... My, mine's undefeated. You lot play FIFA. No, we're oh, standing. Don't Danny's start with that. Get me out of the league. Jesus. Yeah, look. Hang on. No West Ham and Palace. And he kick says... Kick out the league. Kick them out of the league. Correct. One hundred percent. Kick them out the, the league. The best thing is, is that I, I, I set up the league. I set up the league, so I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. Get out. Make them sit in the docker stand in full West Spam, wet Spam kitten <laughs> boots and all. Yeah, that could be a good one there, mate. Yeah. Millwall seven, Rotherhithe one. Stephen Reed. Yeah. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I know, I know, I know who that is. Yeah. And let's just say his, stuff, his football knowledge is probably below par only to mine. He's, he's quality, Melvin. Uh, where are we? There I like it, Joe. Right. Disgraceful behaviour. Bring back Smith. Uh, no we West Ham. Um, yeah, yeah, I suppose. He, we at least would have someone to fucking kick the ball. Um, <laughs> Mickey is ever about, the about, about Alan Campbell, by the way. Mickey, can you just go back by one comment? Yeah, that's a great comment there from Fred. Three <laughs> <laughs> uh, nil, Fleming. Uh, boring nil nil draw yeah. right out. Why is Fleming um, playing the under twenty ones? No. Where are we? It's 11 men versus 11 men. Um, for fuck's sake, effort, passion, and the will to win is all you need. Absolutely agree with you there. Um, right. I think we pretty much got uh, most of you. Great show. See you Wednesday, lads. Yeah, we'll see you Wednesday. We'll see you afterwards for another chat. Right. And there we go. I would, I would look at Muscat, because he's been helping the Australian fella, mm -hmm. I would say he would be my choice for a manager. Yeah. And I yeah. would either go with Kale as his number two, which I don't know if Kale would go into management. Or I, I just would have what you're holding uh, the same. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree with what you're saying. Muscat, 100%. But yeah. I would probably look at maybe Alex Ray as number two. That's who I would have thought of before. I would have put Muscat and probably two people who get this club, get what it means to get the fans on side, 
have a bit of passion, have a bit of an out, have a bit of something about them, and they're not afraid to go through people, etc., etc., etc. They would be, but do you know what? Paul has probably done a good one there because I don't know if Muscat's ready for for first. But Wilder and Muscat, what's a fucking team that? What a I, think, I think I think Muscat is ready. Muscat's been ma- managing now for a while. Mm. Mm. What style of football does he play though? I mean, he's not a four-four-two hit it long. No, ball, mate, he's an he's a he's an Antipasto Coglu disciple. So if is you he? watch Tottenham, you know we're you know we're doing for a Don't mind about that. I mean. He's been managing. He's been managing now for a while. He's had six mm. years in Australia. He had um, a bit of a. He had a. We, just need, we, just need, we need a motivator. We, we need some, a bit of passion. Don't don't he's got to get the players playing. Think, you know? The thing is, though, I, th- I think someone said this on a. Someone said this on a show the other week. If one of the players walks walks off that pitch today and thinks I'll put a shit performance in, oh well, like oh well, what's Gary Rowett going to do? He might have a word of him at training, like you know. What, what Could would you, you do imagine? If, what would, what would you do if, if you was if you was in that dressing room today, putting a shit game against Leeds, and walked in that dressing room to Muscat? Yeah, well, for start, you imagine like you wouldn't, he, but would you imagine Muscat and and Alex Ray waiting for you? They'd be next to that change room and going, "In you come, boys!" And then fucking Muscat would just smash you all over the dressing room. That's that's what you need. They need to have a bit of fear in them, mate. And someone who can liven them up. And at the moment, we just don't seem to have anyone who can live them up. Neg- negative Dan. Neg- neg- negative Dan wouldn't be out because he'd be scared of Muscat. <laughs> Mickey, can you do the rest of this show in the Alex Reed accent, please? Alex Reed. Who's Alex? Alex Reed? Ray. Alex Ray. Accent. No. Alex Ray. Alex Reed. Come on, fella. Do you know what I mean? It's impacted by um, Joe, Joe Shatt and Stephen Reed. I tell you, if you want to know about Fee, the old Kenny, um, Paddy Kenny in, uh, and uh, Muscat, the uh, the Barney in the tunnel. We On one of our past videos on our channel, mate, have a look for, I think it's Mark Phillips spills the beans on what went on that day. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was that was quite interesting to say. So, yeah, I think we're all done, haven't we, boys? Um, you've had me for an hour, mate, and I seem to have brought a bit of... Um, I think I just need a bit. I think I just need a bit of a lie down yeah, to be honest I'll, with you I'll after be this. Up, be up at uh, six a.m. in the morning, so oh, it's not that. I just I can't <clears throat> cope anymore. Like I, think Alex is, <laughs> I think Alex is there. I think we'd have so many lawsuits, mate. With too many fucking nightmares. Do you know what I mean? Did Muscat flop in Belgium, then? Did he? I don't think it went too well from Belgium. Don't think it goes well for many people in Belgium. To be fair, mate, they put fucking mayonnaise and ketchup on their chips. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a it's a bit of a strange one. So yeah, that's record. No, we'll have a look uh, in, in Belgium. He, he managed fifteen games and won two. Okay. Okay. Right. It's shit. Get Stephen reading. Stephen Reid has managed one caretaker we're, we're game. We're yeah. wrapping up now, guys. That's it. We're all done. So on that, um, I'm so, yeah. I've got I've got more than like five people at the moment listening to this. No, it's it's currently seventy five, and honestly, I, I they're all going to be scrolling back. They're all going to be scrolling back, awesome. getting this. No, they're going to get the Samaritans number. Yeah, we got seventy three. We got seventy three. Yeah, we you not fucking hell. We've got seventy three on Facebook, um, on on YouTube, and about five still sticking with us on uh, on uh, on Facebook, and then we've got a load on. Uh, you I'm guys are the real heroes. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you stayed with us, thingy, mate. Um, yeah. And we've put you through. You, you've not only have you suffered 90 minutes of 
But you suffered 108 minutes with us as well. Yeah, you, you, you've <laughs> not only suffered Rowett today, you've then had to suffer 60 minutes with these fucking wankers until me and Ben come on and, and save the day. So, um, yeah. I feel like Superman. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> I've got to do some editing now to get this out as a pod better, for you. Better lot curry in the so that you look and listen to us in the morning, in the car, on the way through. You can listen to uh, YouTube oh, now as a podcast, by the way, if you want. Um, it does get saved on YouTube now as a podcast. So accordingly, you can play it without having it on the screen. If You, you go need to book half a day's holiday off work to listen to the show. <laughs> you can't like, yeah. fit it into a fucking cheeky fag break, could you? <laughs> and um thank you very much paul as always we do try to please uh we aren't like any other show out there uh we speak the truth joe speaks bollocks and um and ben just i've got no idea hold on whoa 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 hold on whoa whoa hold on he's he's my name's spelled no word no 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 don't don't no it is with a ph <laughs> but i will i will let this slide for joe joe we're getting there and we're sorted out mate yes we're, we're getting there we're sorted out we're gonna leave that one we're gonna leave you with that one all right <laughs> and i think there's best for libel reasons that we don't have a comment on the back of that yeah, and then bobby Bobby, comment of the evening. That's it. We're done. Uh, say bye, boys. Boom. Bye, boys. Cheers, all. See you later. See you all Wednesday. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.